Right. Yo. It's Grapsody what will fill in red, trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads. It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void. Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice. Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between. Yeah, it's all that. And we're down with Fightful, better fall back. Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat. No need to double check, these are all facts. You're listening to us talk raps. You're listening to us talk craps. We'll fill in reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. It's like a, a a party in here for those like thirty seconds that that theme song is. I guess that theme song is exactly forty six seconds. Uh, mm. But but when I could see all of our screens at that that one little point, it's always great. Hey, welcome to Grap City. It is Saturday, April 9th, Is it? Yes, mm-hmm. it is April 9th. Yep, that's the one. Yep, and I'm Will Washington. Not alone here. I'm also joined by Mr. Double R, Righteous Reg. In the fucking building, it's your boy, Media Fucking Man. <laughs> Media your favorite man. writer. <laughs> your favorite writer, rapper, podcaster in the building. It's Saturday morning. My people, what's good with y'all? Come on, man. We gotta get that uh we gotta get that clip from my man yelling at the at the sky, yelling Meteor Man is your drop. Like <laughs> word, word. Also here is Mr. Phil Lindsay. I'm in the building, uh first thing first, Rusty. Uh, I was about to say rest in peace. Not not sad news. I mean, well, oh, sad whoa. news to my man that passed away. That is sad news. Dwayne Haskins, yeah. The, the, oh, the Dwayne. yeah. Just legit just like, legit, read about just that, it, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my God, yeah, dude. Before, crazy. Yeah, before we get rest in peace to um, Dwayne Haskins. Very sad yeah. news. But also, happy birthday to our current Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. Oh, let's go. Yes, let's after go. having a, a WrestleMania Classic last week, happy birthday to Bianca Belair. She is having a run right now. She is. And, uh, you know, I'm going to give uh, a props, not on one specific thing. I'll tell that story later. But um, I-, I will say, my old co-host from RBR, Maxwell Baumbach, um, former booker of, uh, of Freelance, for people mm-hmm. who didn't know that, um, so and of course Maxwell Baumbach retired from the wrestling podcast game last year. He's a dad and he writes about basketball now. Um, if you haven't checked out Bomb Boards, man, that dude's got basketball insight like nobody I know. That said, one of the things Maxwell Baumbach said uh, a few years ago, and I remember it. It was just vividly. It has stood out in my mind since the first time he said it was. Um, he looked at Bianca Belair and he said, she just jumps off the screen in a way that nobody else does. And this was years ago. And he said, she's going to be a star. And granted, Maxwell has had some bad picks. So it, it was hard to like, because he was like, man, he said Titus O'Neil is going to be the next Batista. Like, oh, my God. But I will say, I saw what he saw at the time because he did say specifically, he was like, He's got one of the best hot tags in the business. And that was still true. true. Uh, that was true for a long time. So, like, mm-hmm. maybe the boat was just missed on him. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, Shout out to Titus, man. <laughs> Titus, yeah, yeah, shout out to Titus, man. But Ambassador. Did, but the way he talked about Bianca 
And like, and he was like, there's just something different about her from every other woman I've seen come through the performance center. And I think she's going to be a star. Mm -hmm. And like, I always, my brain keeps going back to that, that statement, because like, I've never seen a statement more correct in that uh, she is. She's a big star, dude. And the way that like, I still feel like WWE didn't do all the work with her, but at the same mm-hmm. time, they didn't have to because right. a lot of it was simply done by her being as good as she is, being as appealing as she is, being as marketable as she is. Right. And uh, and it's like, you know what? Sometimes that all of that can transcend booking. <laughs> right. So, yeah, seriously. Uh, sometimes sure. booking can't stop this train. This train's yeah. going regardless. <laughs> and For so, sure. Uh, yeah, when I uh, it's like, J- like I hate to compare, but like Jade Cargill is like legit the same thing. Like she just jumps off the screen. She is just you just can't deny undeniable presence, undeniable everything when you see these people. So hey yeah. man, since we're talking about it, up oh. y'all be nice to the black women. Come oh, on, let's I'm, talk I'm, about I'm it. I'm sick of it. Let's I'm go. sick yeah. of it. I'm sick of y'all. You know, judging Red Velvet and other black women harshly because you see them botch. Knock it off. Let these yep. women develop. Stop, mm-hmm. you know, trashing women at the other at other people's expense. Cut it out. Just yes. cut it out. It's goofy. Passing around that big swole clip. Y'all are goofy. Yeah, I goofy saw that too. Shit. Nasty, nasty work out there, bro. Yeah, Stop it. Goofy. <laughs> Hella goofy, man. It's not like it's wrestling, bro. Like every match isn't a fucking five star classic. Some matches are the jack jackass death match, you know? It's not like all gonna be what it is, man. Everything's different. It's pro wrestling. Some things are gonna go wrong. It's two yeah, people yeah. trying to fucking have a wrestling match together, dude. Come yeah, on. I, I just come on, man. Cut it out. Uh, we had to watch Naomi go through st- certain stuff like this for the Same. longest. Cut, right. cut it out, man. I mean, and and hey, all love to Willow. Willow had a great performance last night and a Supercard of Honor, but you ain't gotta, you know, pub her up to trash no. Red Velvet. Cut it no. out. It's, it's nasty work. We can have both. That's yeah. it. We can okay, definitely guess- have both. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I see a lot of people saying that Willow should have won that match. And, like, um, I mean, here's the thing. Willow's not signed. I think right. she will be. Uh, everybody That's what I've I said. Talked, mm-hmm. Everybody I've talked to in AEW seems to be of the belief that if she's not already, then probably the next time she shows up, there's going to be a contract in her hand. Yeah. Um, Right. They're chanting for Willow in the crowd. Like, this is another undeniable one. Like, and, you just yeah. have to. I mean, they, they, we seem to it's kind great. of have, like, uh, a, almost in a much quicker amount of time, a um, a Wheeler Yuta kind of thing mm-hmm. going on with her, right? Where, yep. like, people are just kind of getting behind her, and it, it's working out. So I knew um, it. It's fucking I mean, Willow, dude. She's incredible. But I don't, I don't I, know. If... You know what? That's one of those things I got to give Reg credit for. Wow. Because uh, since I day know, one of this podcast, I've been my saying man Willow has been saying yeah. this has been pushing Willow from day one. I know it. Yeah. So, so she but, could be the number one baby face in all of pro wrestling, yeah, women said, or man. Like, I know this. I, I know this. You said that like six months ago. And yeah. like, man, you have, again, uh, proven. <laughs> Proven correct. And guy, that's... guy, guy makes lists. I don't know. I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, who, who This guy does some research. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, who? there are some times where Reg will say something where I'm like, "Oh, that's outrageous. You can't mm-hmm. say that." And then, uh, but then I'm like, "Okay, six months." Later. I just watched a match with Swerve and QT Marshall on Rampage. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. When this show started, and Reg is like, "Man, I can't wait to see Shane Strickland show up in AEW," and mind you. 
Hit Row had like just got called up to WWE, and I'm like, you can't just say that. Yeah, I know like, what's yeah. going on here. I can see the writing on the wall. And now, <laughs> now here we are, and and Swerve is right. is, is is making it happen. Dude, how I, I I don't know if we're gonna talk about this, but how dope was on Dynamite when they talked about him being at the Grammys? Like, I was mm-hmm. like, yo, this is so cool, man. Like, yeah. who else? Who else is out here like this? Who else? I, I mentioned on Day After Dynamite with my guest Phil Lindsay. Uh, oh, this hey, week. If you those boys. If you haven't watched that episode, it's kind of a spare Grapsity episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all the inside jokes were there. Um, I dropped the world there. premiere. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It was definitely just like kind of a, a an extra um, uh, bit of Grapsity that was mm-hmm. fun to have uh, for those who didn't watch it. So uh, on Day After Dynamite, if you've never seen Day After Dynamite, the whole show is basically just a review of Dynamite and talking about any news that came out of Dynamite, talk about ratings, all that stuff. And I review every segment on a scale of F to S. And that's F to A, uh, with with uh, S tier being an absolutely perfect segment, right? And I've always said it's rare to get an S tier. I did give Keith Lee's debut an S because I thought it was flawless. And so I gave... FTR versus the Bucks, an A plus. <laughs> Phil gave it an S, and like you would think I gave it an F the way people were doing that. came straight in and baby faced myself. Right. Right. Everybody coming jump. At, yeah, people coming at me like, well, why wouldn't this match an S tier? If this match can't be an S tier, what's an S tier? Damn, and... did him like Meltzer? Got him like Meltzer that day. It's crazy Meltzer out here. Four point seven. Even Meltzer was like, "Hey, same, bro. I'm saying, t- I said, I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. Meltzer was like four point seven five, and I get it because it's really hard in the same week that FTR versus um, versus the Briscoes occurred. It's like FTR versus the Briscoes is is five star all the that way. That was right? it. Flawless. And it's like. It's not that the Bucks match wasn't great, but it's like if, but it's kind of undeniable that in this particular instance, the Briscoes match was better. And yeah. it's like, if and they're going to compare the case, them. You can't. Yeah. Not. And if, and it's like, if one of them is a five, the other one kind of has to fall whatever is slightly below the five, just because, again, we're, we kind of got a bit of a curve here. FTR created a curve, and the, the Briscoes match was the better match. And if you're reviewing both of them in the same week, it's hard. And what like, a problem to have. We have these two great <laughs> matches. I know, right? Which so one do you like more? <laughs> so if you, if you ask me to, to S-tier the, the Briscoes match, absolutely. Uh, and that's why I was like, all right, A-plus on the Bucks. Mm-hmm. It's a great match. No denying that. Phenomenal. I watched it again, and I'm like, wow. They really did it. I watched it twice as well. They really did it. Hey, did did you guys see, by the way, uh, what uh, Meltzer ranked the highest rated uh, match for WrestleMania? Was it Bianca Mm. and... uh, Oh, it wasn't? It was uh, the code boy, man. It was your Cody. boy Cody Luther King <laughs> and Rollins. <laughs> okay. uh, oh, that's right because I got because uh, I saw the Observer, but it didn't have a score for Cody versus Seth. He forgot to put it on yeah, there. He forgot to put it on there, and then uh, he dropped it later. Um, mm. uh, shout out to Meltzer for just Ro- Rollins. Rollins' agenda in full effect. And <laughs> <laughs> just that man just did not review. That's funny, no. He's just like, nah, nothing. I'm not doing it. I respect him, man. Whatever. You know how many matches he's reviewed? Like, yeah, ten million. So many. Yeah. Hey, uh, but that match is dope. I'll review it. Yo, they went (laughs) fucking yard. I love that match. That was the best match of WrestleMania. Uh, Suck it. I don't care. I mean, 
The I Jackass first... Deathmatch. Sammy, oh. Z- Sammy <laughs> Zayn <laughs> and Johnny fucking Knoxville, man. Come on. If this match happened in 1999, I would say probably more like that match was incredible. <laughs> one of the best matches I've ever seen. At this age, I'm still saying the same thing because Jackass Pro Wrestling, they've always been friends. And for them to finally merge, Johnny Knoxville come out here, put out a five-star classic with Sammy five Zayn. There's table bumps. There's rat traps. There's Wee Man body slamming. There's, <laughs> Wee Man came out with the heat too. He came from under the ring. He was throwing them bangs on him. Pop, 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 pop. I loved it, man. Great match. Yeah, Five star classic. Uh, <laughs> That's fucking WrestleMania. But uh, look, okay, and I guess it's it has to be one of those things where like I never got into Jackass, mm-hmm. uh, and so like Jackass was one of those things that wasn't for me. I remember when I was in the seventh grade. That was when like Jackass. Uh, I don't know if that's when it came out or it got like super popular. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, all the white boys at school were doing all the jackass shit. It's going along and, the same thing we were talking about before yeah, we started before the, the podcast. Show, yeah. <laughs> um, and, then, and for whatever reason, it just didn't, it didn't hit me. There was that whole, there was, there was a whole, like, MTV amount of shit that just wasn't clicking with me. Like, yeah, I didn't I get Tom Green either. But, mm-hmm. like, all of, everything from that time period was all stuff I was, like, fully aware of. But, yeah. like... I was just like, I hate all of it. I get it. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I understand. So... I was in my, I was um, in, I was in it. Bro, yeah, I was backyard wrestling, doing jackass stunts outside, Tom Green, all that shit. I was locked in. Yeah. 1999. <laughs> it's a crazy time. <laughs> and so, like, I, uh, so I recognize that that match wasn't for me, mm-hmm. but I do get, that. Like I, everybody that says they hate it and they're like, that's dumb. I get it. But I loved it. Legit. Like this is not, <laughs> no, I'm no, not honestly, capping. I really loved it. Honestly, if Jackass was for you, I understand fully why that match hit every single note. But I also recognize as somebody that like never got into Jackass that if it's not, mm-hmm. um, you're like, what is it, this shit? Yeah, <laughs> how a lot of it misses. Like, you know, it's like, I knew who Wee Man was. But uh, when Wee Man came out, it was like, you know, it didn't have that effect on me the way mm-hmm. like I that I saw it have on the crowd because, mm-hmm. uh, again, it, it's one of those kind of built for not a specific audience, but really at least an audience that. And it's not to say that like, you know, jackass movies all do really well, all mm-hmm. of them. Um, and so, it's not even that difficult to capture an audience when it's a bigger audience than, than pro wrestling will ever have so like i mean uh, we, I'm, I'm, we heard we heard that pop for the jackass theme song absolutely royal well, yeah royal rumble when the, it was the biggest pop of the rumble Are you it was yeah. the opening mm-hmm. notes hit and, meow, and like, meow, meow. Yeah. yeah it hit every and time like for me i know those opening notes because mm-hmm. that was the moment for me to change the channel now you're watching MTV and then and then oh, I hear there and I'm like, all right, what else is on? Like I went yeah. to go watch Jackass Forever when it came out a couple months ago and I liked uh-huh. it. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. You know it's me silly. and my taste. I last night I went and saw Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yeah. You know what? That movie was balling. That was I love that movie. I had so much fun with that movie that uh it's one of those things that if you're a fan of one, the first movie, uh and two slapstick jim carrey humor you are absolutely going to love this movie and if you are not a fan of any of those things and especially not a fan of sonic the hedgehog not for you it is. i mean yeah i have to go see it i was a big sega kid and yeah and, so and, and, yeah oh dude the references are like 
Like, there's little shit. Like, he pulls up the manual for his robot, and it's like an old Sega Genesis manual. And I'm like, oh, this is just fun. This is mm. this is totally made for me. It's mm-hmm. totally made for somebody who just, like, grew up on 90s shit. Like, Jim Carrey being nothing but Jim Carrey. He ain't playing, like, he's not even, like, trying to play Dr. Robotic, Dr. Eggman. He's literally just being, like, the Jim Carrey we always knew him to be. Mm. And uh, just, like, with a mustache. But that's... that's, <laughs> yeah. that's it, it's very far mustache. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's yeah. dope. So, either way, I recommend it if you're a Sonic fan. And I'm a huge Sonic fan. I'm one of those guys who makes apologies for, like, bad Sonic games. Uh, so... And then, like, if you have kids, take them, too. Yes. I, I don't. I've, I've been one of those guys for the longest that has for a long time said that Sonic is better than Mario. Don't care. Uh, I agree. You know, I'm, I am a believer that the... 2D Sonics are better than the 2D Marios, but the yeah. 3D Marios are better than the 3D Sonics. Mm. So, like, that's... Because, like, I still think Mario Odyssey is, like, the best game I've ever played. I mean, um, yeah. I, yeah, I, I think stuff. that they had a better transition with Mario. Yes. And Mario Kart <laughs> is, like, forever goaded. Yes, absolutely. Facts. Although, them Sonic Kart races are pretty good. Anyway, let's read some Super Chats. Because we got your Super Chats. We got your Hopper Chats. Super Chat Let's hear them. Um, we got Brent Lockman. Says, Happy Grapster Day. Uh, okay. A work yeah, in progress. We're, we're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> says, Do you guys feel like the BCC has the potential to be more than a faction, like the pro wrestling equivalent to a fighting gym? Ooh. Hmm. I mean, that's the thing is like, it started as just like, oh, this is a tag team. But then it's like, but as even Brian started to name drop people where he's like, nah, I want to see Lee Moriarty. I want to see uh, Wheeler Yuta. And now I'm like, so do I. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, uh, no, this is becoming way more. And yeah. Everything you did for Wheeler Yuta this week, it's time. Let's let's do it. Do it. Let's Keep leave going. Already next. Yeah. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, all those names that Brian dropped, although he dropped Daniel Garcia, I feel like Jericho was like, nope. That's you know I'm what? <laughs> when we talked about it, we talked about it uh, in Texas. Daniel Garcia, how it actually it's actually working out for me, him being with Jericho one because Jericho's going to be on TV every single week. So that means that yeah. Daniel Garcia is going to be on TV every single week. But on top of that, it's showing this Daniel Garcia personality that I think everyone needs to see. So it's working out for me. Oh, yeah. No, that dude is funny as hell. Yeah, like, he's so funny. <laughs> he, he's really funny. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people don't see that out of him. And I really right. want to see that from people. And I feel like him being with the Jackass Squad or whatever, the Jericho Anonymous Society or whatever, is helping him. So, yeah, <laughs> shout out to him. But Jericho I definitely Anonymous. 1 million percent want to see him. And one of those fights, like last night with Brian Danielson. Yes. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I, I really like the idea of Garcia being kind of portraying himself as the antithesis to what those guys are. So yeah. that we can get the Garcia and Wheeler match or the Garcia and Lee match. Later. And when I talked to him about, I talked to him at a West Coast Pro show before he went, like, about Brian Danielson. And he's like, I want to build i don't want it to be like we're having it on dynamite tomorrow he's like i want to build i I want everything for that match so i understand yeah i get it yeah um i am la lucha says uh you're happy saturday my bros yes saturday 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 uh john gorman says impressive by wwe to kill any major buzz they had um AEW creating another star in Wheel of Yuta and FTR having a hell of a week. Yo, Tony Khan said, that's y'all big show. That's that's what y'all coming with? That shit? Let me show you how to fucking do it. Hold Two on. fucking nights in a row fucking on fire. That's how you Although, do it. Uh, 
topic number five is going to be funny as hell um, mm-hmm. because uh, I can't wait to talk about this um, because of what it did to wrestling Twitter 24 hours. <laughs> I'm Twitter. so excited for topic number five. Wrestling Twitter has um, been going but, crazy this week. And uh, Curtis says, love the show. Y'all killing it. Who do you see joining BCC next? Thoughts on Lee Moriarty joining the faction? Well, we just said that. Yeah. That's the one I want to see next. Uh, yep. yeah, I think it's definitely got to be Lee. That's the one. Uh, I feel like he fits in very well with the group. Um, and it just and this BCC thing, we might have to change because it's way too close to BBC. to BBC. Every time I see it, I'm like, <laughs> what are y'all talking about today on here? But I get it. No, I see. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> come, on, come on. I'm like, damn, y'all are going for it. I see. No, I'm not mad at it. Uh, Deontay says, morning, my boys. I'm vibing and thriving and always surviving. Uh, always hey. great to see my boys. Going yes. to the AEW show in New Orleans next week. Uh, oh, you about to really see your boy out in, a- yeah. in uh, New Orleans, uh, right? So I can always see y'all smile. Much love, y'all. I will be there as well. Uh, yep. I actually will very much be there. And uh, actually, I'm not going to say this out loud just yet because I may be uh, putting some things out. But I will say that... Um, the tickets I have, uh, one person can't make it. Um, so I have to do something with one of those tickets, but I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Uh, but <laughs> Well, Washington, always, always, always extra AEW tickets. Yeah. Never fails. And, and, and I will say that these are like, <laughs> these seats are the best seats anybody would have ever had to, <laughs> to a wrestling show. Like, it's like that good. Uh, but no, I had to see, I had to see Swerve's. Uh, man. Sort of having his uh, dynamite debut. Oh my um, God! You're going no for that tag match. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that, that was the thing. Was I? Jesus! I, I, I can't miss Sora's dynamite debut. You did this. You told somebody, um, "Hey, make sure somebody has a really good book match." You, you no, a sly I mean, no, dog, really, Will Washington. Was, was, like, I knew it had to happen because it was one of those things where it's like, okay, there was no way in hell Ricky Starks wasn't wrestling in New Orleans. Right. Um. There's, right. Zero chance. Right. And it's like, oh, he's shooting with Swerve right now? Okay, yeah. This, it was either going to be this or a singles match. Like, it's going to yeah. be lit either way. Yeah. <laughs> right. Can, can yeah. I just say, friend of the show, Cam, one of the biggest laughs I got of the weekend is Cam walking around with Ricky and introducing him to people like, hey, you guys know Ricky? Like, yeah, Cam, we know Ricky. He's on TV. Why, <laughs> That's where he starts, bro. <laughs> why are you introducing this guy yes, like he's just your friend from around the way? <laughs> Shout out to Cam, man. Uh, Cam was on it. I, I tweeted he, could, he the homie pulled up with like eleven of them behind him, like eleven. Yeah. Like the, the baddie section was with Cam, and I was like, "That's oh, going crazy!" And there's somebody, let me in, let me in, let me in. Yeah, and, and of course Ricky walking around with that cut on his forehead, and I was like, "Wonder what that's from." And then of course we watch uh, Rampage the next night, and he gets mm-hmm. busted open. And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that bra yeah, was but, tight too." Yeah, but it was it happened the night before, but it was. Uh, at the so either way, this is fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Rob says I became a Bianca fan during her debut match with Kyrie at the first May Young Classic. Agreed. I think I bring back the May Young Classic. Man. The May Young Classic so was such a great tournament. I don't know why. I mean, like, I don't know where you guys have yeah. your own thing. Like, I mean, what's well, the up? problem is, yeah, there is. The, the problem with the Bay Young Classic now is there's so much uh, out there. Yeah, yeah I guess going like, on what Samoa Joe said, all the great talents are somewhere else or signed yeah. away. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and if you haven't seen that, by the way, uh, watch Samoa Joe in the uh, the ROH post-show press conference uh, that mm-hmm. uh, your boys were a part of. And uh, we all got some good questions in there. But Samoa Joe basically went promo mode. Samoa uh, Joe said, yo, this is my time, bro. I'm yeah, going Samoa for Joe it. basically <laughs> had a promo. Uh, 
and that whole deal. It was beautiful. Just, yeah, he he basically said all the same things Cody said. Uh, I mentioned this last week where Samoa Joe was like, look, I did the things of putting people over and, mm-hmm. and creating opportunities for people, but now I'm here to just do me and win. And oh my God, this match that they announced. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Oh what the, what, 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 what? I said go for yeah. it with Samoa Joe, but they're really going for it with Samoa Joe. Oof, I love but, it. Yeah, Joe, though, talking about uh, one of the things he mentioned was why the direction changed for signing talent. And he said, like, to be honest, the real reason was because AEW signed up all the good indie talent, so we had to come up with a new strategy because uh, indie talent was likely going to find a better home there. And it's like, okay, well, let's switch it up. Right. I I had a question at the tip of my tongue, and I did get a chance to (laughs) ask it. Um because he was he was vocal about thinking that the Forbidden Door was stupid at one point. I, mm-hmm. I, I wonder, did he still feel the same way? Ah, ah, I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah, that would have been a good question. That would have been uh, a good one. <laughs> that would have been great. And look uh, at his next match is Forbidden Door like a motherfucker. Him and Minoru Suzuki on Dynamite. So I, I thought about it, but I didn't I didn't get a chance to get that question in. But it was right there. It was on the tip of my tongue. Mm-hmm. I know, right? That that happened at the the Revolution press conference as well, where like Tony had said something that like sparked like ten thoughts in my head, and I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa, 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 uh, right? <laughs> yeah, and they're like, no, you already asked your question. I'm like, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No. I, I got like, that's what gets frustrating about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm like, like wait, 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 wait. That that don't work for me because I got more questions to follow up on that statement, and mm-hmm. I, I couldn't. Um, but and they're just I like, like nope, he's out of here. See you later. But I do love those media scrums, and I do love yeah. that. Uh, you know, um, Cody Rhodes brought up the other day. He was talking about how, like, uh, he was he mentioned because he just did one for um, WrestleMania week, and Cody Rhodes did, and he brought up how uh, he's kind of giving Brandy the credit for like essentially laying the groundwork for the creation of these because mm. we've been doing them so much as of late that it is hard to recall that. This all really did just start in the last three years. This mm-hmm. wasn't like a yeah. like they weren't talking to wrestling media like this. They weren't nope. just letting wrestling media be in the room and then ask questions like that. That wasn't a thing before just like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, hey man, back to what I said before. Give black women their credit. Man. <laughs> yep. So uh, it, it has been uh, a very different thing than we've seen in the past. Uh, that yeah, all in was. There's really been four years. All in was really the first time we got to to see stuff like that, and then since then, um, everybody because WWE then decided to start embracing the wrestling media. Really, with it, that started with NXT, but like that was. Remember that premiere episode of NXT where they invited all the wrestling media people out to full sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was the same day as the premiere episode of Dynamite, and it's like, but y'all have been on USA for two weeks. What makes this episode any different than, like, why are y'all doing it here when you should have been doing it two weeks ago? Uh, but they invited all the wrestling media people to full sail to cover NXT and, in the process, like, not cover that premiere episode of Dynamite. But that was, like, the first time the WWE was really, like, fully embracing wrestling media and bringing them in and having them, uh, like, have a presence at the shows. And now, like... It's funny, wrestling media, like being a part of wrestling media, like actually means something now because wrestling companies have been embracing us, and I like it. Uh, because, it's great. Yeah, it's it's a very good thing because um, one, I do help feel it helps separate the pack for of people who are legitimately covering this stuff and and wanting to 
bring attention to certain things and get questions answered. And then it also separates that from like people who are media just, man. Yeah, <laughs> and it separates yeah, on, it from man. people who are just like trolls, and, right? And uh, come on, and... man, get get media man at uh at some of these WWE press junkets. Come we'll, on, man, <laughs> I'm media man trying to be up in the WWE press junkets too, man. I'm, I'm yeah, I don't so discriminate. Uh, I'm not gonna say that shit's trash. I promise. To their face. Uh, <laughs> to but, their face. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Not forever. Uh, um. Ryan Sullivan says, uh, Willow is amazing and should be signed. That said, I love Red Velvet. I think she has fun, enjoyable matches, and connects with the crowd. And you know what? It feels like she's starting to turn. And so um, I am kind of in on heel Red Velvet, especially since it looks like uh, Layla Hirsch is injured. So that story is probably not going to get to... to finish up so mm-hmm. um, the, the thing i don't think people have given red her credit on in all of the matches where the crowd has not been on her side that being the pittsburgh match uh the the match with uh with sky here in chicago <laughs> and this matches when she sees the mat the crowd is not on her side she'll immediately she, she immediately just her her style and ring and she'll help the other person in the ring get over right and that's the sign of a good wrestler and again that's why i'm like Give Red her credit, man. Stop, stop trashing Red for no reason. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I agree with that, uh, and I think she's really good at that. Speaking of which, um, friend of the show, Red Velvet, because uh, we were actually supposed to have her on a few weeks ago, and that ended up getting rescheduled. But Red Velvet is going to be joining us here on Grapsity. Uh, I, I have more we questions stir it now. Up. I have yes. more questions now because I, I don't like how y'all talking about her. So, man. Yeah, so, <laughs> um. But yes. Uh, <laughs> He's your tutors for Wheeler Uter. Your tutor. That's hilarious. No, no I will say though, okay. because um, you know uh, Regal, and he always calls him Wheeler Uter. Um, that mm-hmm. Uter. Yeah, Uter. it gets me every time. Uh, I love it. Man. And let's see. We've also got uh, folks still telling me my mic is low. Man, oh, I don't God. know. Ah. It's uh, like you don't adjust it for any podcast you ever do, and you always sound fine. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, so either way, I just raise the volume on that. So hopefully that did something. Um, let's see. Raise it. We got the uh, – oh, yeah, and then a follow-up on the last one. Uh, it says, that jackass match uh, was what I love about the dumb stuff in wrestling. I was sports entertained. I was super sports entertained. Uh, we man threw better punches than Shane McMahon or Ronda Rousey. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> definitely better than Shane. Shane's the worst. Shane O'Mac got to stop it, man. Shane and Ronda O'Mac. has to stop talking. Oh my God, can anyone care less about anything they're doing in the world? She just does not care. She I is- will say, I, and I don't know if this is a knock on it or if I just am not recovered from Dallas yet. But I fell asleep in like record time. I started SmackDown. And, <laughs> you said record uh, time. <laughs> I say that because the reason I say record time was because I don't remember her promo. Right. The last thing I remember Ooh, yeah, that's was a her th- good thing. The last thing I remember was her theme song, and then I passed out. And I literally. So you um, said it had the jackass effect. It, it yeah. The dance. I don't so really like, care about. I'm <laughs> saying no I'm for like, real. Like record time this week that I I did try to watch SmackDown. I started it and there was that WrestleMania video package and then uh and then her theme music hit 
and I don't remember anything else. I woke up the next morning. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you the missed rest the, of the did night. you miss the bloodline stuff too? I missed everything. I have not seen anything else from SmackDown. Okay. I I watched Rampage. So I got home from the movies, watched Rampage, and then um, I was like, all right, I'm in a good mood. I just want to keep watching wrestling. Started SmackDown, yeah. out. Yeah. And that was it. Uh, yeah. So, I watched the uh, whole thing. Look at me. Yeah. It. I uh, I just wrote about Ronda for Bleacher Report, and I just think it's interesting how far they've come with Ronda over just the, like the last five years because she was the main attraction at one point at WrestleMania 34. Yeah. And then, you know, she was a part of the first women that main evented at 35. And this match last weekend, I just didn't care. I'm sorry. Right. I just didn't care. And it was a solid match, but I just don't care for Ronda as a babyface. They've got to do something different. Um, well, it's interesting because all of her matches in 2018 were hitting. Like, right. uh, it just felt like, like, uh, and I don't just think it was the opponents because, like, uh, I thought she had great matches with Alexa Bliss. I thought she had a great match with um, Nia Jax. I think she was, uh, like, she just seemed like she had a good presence. She was in there with Stephanie McMahon. It had... uh, She did have a good presence. Like, something about her, she had a good aura at the time. And and something isn't clicking right now the same way. Like, probably the best match of her run was Survivor Series with Charlotte. And WrestleMania with Charlotte was not it. So like I feel I, like that was the turning point when people booed her in the Staples Center. I don't think she ever recovered. She was like, "That's it. I thought I would yeah. be a savior here." She was like, "How dare you?" Mm-hmm. I started this gangster shit. This is a motherfucking thanks I get. Hello, yeah. but no, uh, Ronda's good. I just the current character is just boring, man. They've got to do something different. Yeah. Uh, Rob Reed says I can confirm all the white kids were doing jackass stunts. I mean, none of nobody heard that warning at the beginning of the show. Um, no, I, I, I opposite, remember, dude. Opposite. No, I, I remember when I, like I said, it was about seventh or eighth grade. I vividly remember um, these kids who uh, uh, I, I remember I was just sitting outside my school, and all of a sudden these kids drive by, and they're in a pickup truck, and uh, they've got the the hatch down, and they're like holding on to it, and got like skis under, and are like being dragged around the street, mm-hmm. um, and I'm like, it, it, again jackass the way that inspired people the way it was like hey don't try any of this at home and then they're all like definitely try this at home Um, yeah yeah, wwe did the same thing hey please don't try this at home bro i'm about to try this suplex tonight on my friend what you mean (laughs) it's going down i'm not what you mean i mean look they said wwe had those don't try this at home warnings and yet um pretty much every wrestler who is around today like tells the story of Nah, I tried this at home. Yeah, everyone tried this at home. (laughs) Every one of them tried this at home. Like, please don't try this at home. But also, we need to create stars for the future. So, like, uh, that's kind of the only way this happens. Please try this at home. But don't try this at home. But please try this at home. Yeah, so. It's like, yeah, we're going to show you. I tried this at home a lot. Like, think about how much they've shown those, like, backyard videos of, like, the Hardys jumping mm-hmm. off the roof and stuff like that. And it's like, and now they're stars, but also don't do this. Don't do this. The Mick Foley video is so famous. They're like, Mick Foley started oh backyard God. wrestling, but don't. Please don't. Oh Mick Foley will tell you, don't Mick, try it. But it's Mick like, Mick jumping yeah. off the roof. Come on, bro. Yeah. You think I didn't want to do that? We all was trying to do that crazy I did not shit. want to jump off the roof. <laughs> I wasn't really into the heights and shit. Slam me no, down here, I mean, there was So, there was one. I had... Um, so we had this this tool shed in my backyard, right, uh, when I was younger. And uh, we had a trampoline, and we would move the trampoline next to the shed. And mm. then we were all doing, like, swantons and stuff off. Right. That was what we did. 
Uh, so, um, that's what's up. You know, I hated the kids that did a trampoline backyard wrestling. They weren't cool to me as a a backyard wrestler with the ring. Yes. Them trampoline guys were trash, man. It's all about getting (laughs) slammed on something hard. There's some wood under here. That's why my back's fucked up right now as a 35 year old. (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) Trying this at home. They were right. I shouldn't have tried this at home. (laughs) Uh, let's see. Curtis says, uh, well, WWE depicts most of the Asian talents as racist caricatures. Uh, Tozawa, Jacket Time, even Asuka at times. Tony Jacket made time. a legit Asian-American star in a month of great storytelling. Yuta is the man. Um, hey, don't I, leave out Hikaru Shita. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I get what you're saying there, mainly because um, I don't think Vince McMahon finds anything funnier than Asians. Um, right. And like, I don't know what it is, but I think maybe he just like saw that scene from a Christmas story, like 30 years oh ago, 40 God. years ago. Yeah. And, it's, and it was just Yuck. like, this is the funniest shit ever. And I want every Asian going forward to be that. But like, um, I don't understand why it's a dead horse, but Tazawa's a fucking ninja dude. Like, I you know it. what I mean? Like I what? So still, he's still it's a ninja. Like the I idea. And I hate that. Right. I hate that. If Tazawa signed literally anywhere else and went on a legendary run, people are going to be like, what, you mean that guy who chased the 24-7 title and was a ninja? Like, you're right. pushing him? Like, yeah, I yeah. can't believe Come how on. much they obtained at Tazawa. I've seen I this guy be- in some of the craziest matches live at PWG, like, stuff you would not believe. And I think about that as he's running around as a ninja, and I'm like, I don't know what the hell's I, going on here. I can't believe how much of a name Kushida was oh, just God, Kushida. four years ago. <laughs> Like, that was a name that we talked about a lot <sighs> as far as, like, okay, names that, you know, could be something in in any promotion that, that has this guy. And it's like, nah, he's jacket time. That's, that's um, why I didn't want him to sign. And right. I'm sorry, but that was one of those that I didn't want him to sign. And I hate mm-hmm. that I feel like I was right about that because they're doing exactly what I thought they were going to do. Um, but... Hey, and, I, and, and like I like Oscar. I like Oscar as a performer. I do, yeah. and I think that Oscar has a lot of fun with what she does. But there is something that kind of grinds my gears about the stuff that tends to go the most um, viral with her is the stuff mm-hmm. where it's like, oh look at her, she's being goofy and silly. Right, and it's like doing kind of caricature stuff. And I thought it's not like the thing is if you've ever followed Asuka's presence on anything YouTube, uh, anything she does outside of pro wrestling, that is a big part of her personality. Um, but it is also like, but I almost dreaded Vince seeing that because it's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's exactly what she's going to be it, going it's forward the, now. It's the Moxley quote. Once you, once you let him know that you can be funny, that's all he will let you do. I right. forgot about that quote. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a good quote. It's a great um, quote. And uh, let's see. Uh, Nathan DePaul says, Sonic, Mario, nah, Donkey Kong was the best 2D platformer. Um, you know what's funny? How long has it been? Oh, God, 26 years. Um, so, <laughs> I have been trying to beat Donkey Kong Country 3 for 26 years. <laughs> and, <laughs> a long time. Uh, yeah, I just looked up. It's That's a long save point. I know. I maybe come back to this game in this exact same save. I mean, I swear to y'all, this that is my original Super Nintendo right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I come back to this game maybe once a year, play like two stages, and then move on. I don't know why 
I'm still stuck on Donkey Kong Country 3. I have never seen how this game ends. I want and to. I'm like, and you never will from the sounds of it. Shit. I, I, I maybe pick it up. I think it's been like three years since the last time I picked it up. But there was a time where I was picking it up maybe like once a year, playing a couple of stages and then moving on. For whatever reason, though, have not beaten Donkey Kong Country 3. And I got it Christmas nineteen ninety six. Wow. <laughs> wow. Christmas of ninety six. That's Christmas so ninety six. I was not I was nine years old. I got it Christmas ninety six. And I like the game. I just mm-hmm. don't know why I've yet to beat it twenty six you, years you've later. Been, you've been playing it. Donkey Kong for Hove's entire rap career. I'm saying <laughs> straight yeah. up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Lonzo says, uh, "Can you see BCC become an interpromotional faction?" That I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I think I'm they're just sure. going to keep doing what they're doing now. Yeah. Um, Mike says, "Love the show. I was in the crowd on Wednesday night, and we blew the roof off Aganis." Will, I hope you guys have an awesome day. Yeah, Thank I know you. a lot of people who were there who said, that "Great crowd." They said it was the best of the the three shows they'd done there because i know they were there this past october and then they were there uh october of 2019 um and so you guys have gotten it uh fairly often and yet uh i feel like boston continues like boston is kind of getting to be AEW territory where (laughs) it's like every single time they run boston it's it's hotter each time around Mm -hmm. and uh Good, good on you guys. That's, That's awesome. Good, yeah, good that good crowd good. was insane. That anytime the crowd is that super hot, it always makes the show better. Like that's just a thing. Yep, for sure. Shout out Alex. She says, "Just wanted to show y'all extra love. Uh, so happy we finally met last weekend." Reg, remember our booking? Yeah, <laughs> never forget. There was a guy at one of the shows we we're at. He had a giant tub of cheese balls, like giant. Like he didn't get a zip. He could have got a Ziploc and dropped a couple of cheese balls. Now he brought was the this whole at the Mission tub. Pro show. I think so. Yeah, and he was like hitting it. He was hitting on top of the cheese tub like as his little drum, and you know he was getting it in. He was getting it in. He was getting it in. Gotta respect it, yo. No, I'm bringing my cheese cheese balls in. What you gonna do about it? Yeah, no, I was uh, very happy to meet Alex finally. Yeah. yeah, no, it was great. Alex is a incredibly funny person. We had a great conversation. She's cool. She had a great time out there in uh, Texas. It looked like. Uh, we're complex. Said, Monique says, "Just a bot showing some love." Oh God, those uh, bots! Hey, we're, Tony we're Khan just brought them out, man. I can't story, believe he said it. <laughs> story number five. Um, Brent Lockman says, "Joe Suzuki." I had to rewind the show, make sure that announcement wasn't just a fever dream. TK is absolutely a game, bro. Of they try to just throw him in. They try to like make sure we. They, it's like they try to not make a see it or some. He Excalibur's just like and Samoa Joe and Suzuki. We're like, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about this. <laughs> hey, honestly, I think he's having a better time than most EWR does because like. My EWR saves, I'd just be going, and then all of a sudden it'll be like John Moxie has decided to retire and become a porn star, and like, <laughs> and, have, and, have, and then I don't have John Moxley in my game anymore. Oh, so like, none That's of that hilarious. shit happens in real life. And, and nah, shout out to Moxley for going to Corey and Carmella's wedding in the uh, Cincinnati Bengals gear <laughs> and, nah, man, and the black boots. Yeah, no, yep. I'm coming like this, bro. What you want? Do you want me to come oh, to your yeah. wedding? Yes. Okay, I'm coming like this. And and I, I said on Twitter because that idea broke a lot of people's brains when they saw moxley with you know wwe people and yeah. they're like oh he's going back and i thought man if y'all had been at wale mania and seen the amount of people from different companies Bro, who were just like friends all friends 
Yeah, all and of it's them. like the, like your brains would have completely broken. You would have been like, oh, this person's going to Impact, though. This person's going to WWE. Right. No, this person's going <laughs> yeah. to AEW. If you had seen how many people, like, don't give a fuck about any of that. It's right. just no. because these are my homies. What's up? We yeah. used to wrestle together over here. How nice to see you. You know, it's not about any of that. Yeah, um, and. Uh, Daniel says Shane should be Jericho's entertainer of the week. <laughs> that entertainer, I laughed really hard at QT Marshall being the entertainer, sports entertainer <laughs> of the week. Though that's super silly. Sabrina says, "Just tuning in now, but what has been discussed so far? I want to be able to send appropriate super chats. Thank you, Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and... I don't know. We've been all over the place. <laughs> yeah, we kind of just... <laughs> we've been all over the world. <laughs> yeah, we have been. Um, Brent says." Uh, Totally have shopping cart PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> You've been slammed into a wall at your friends running you down a hill before? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kimberly says, a couple of kids from my high school made the national news because Todd tried to jump over. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, we try to, like, stay away Please. from, like, car. Anything that could, like, really murder us, we try to stay away from those things, like Please cars and knives yeah, and shit. But, yeah, I will get slammed in a shopping cart or, like, dump a whole McDonald's milkshake over your head or something i don't know some silly nothing too dangerous that most of the wwe fans have no idea about kana being a straight up murder savage before coming to wwe hey if watch her match with this guy suzuki we're gonna see on wednesday that shit's crazy hey man if you guys have never seen her match with mako satamora so great um mm-hmm. come on man Sh- shucky ducky says we'll quack, be stuck quack. on purple pipe level with reverse <laughs> controls i think that's the one i'm stuck on <laughs> <laughs> Steph the writer says, uh, which women's wrestler do you want to see in BCC? What about Statlander, Deeb, or... I Velvet? think Deeb is Deeb probably is set the up the most right now. Deeb yeah. is the best fit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, it's really Deeb. It's like, Deeb. I, yeah, it's yeah, pretty much like, Deeb. I was like, I could see uh, Statlander. Um, yeah, I... And I think honestly, it has to be Deeb, honestly. Yeah, she just fits, hon- the, fits the mold. Honestly, I would love to see Deeb start her own faction similar to theirs. Also, where she's like the professor and she a woman's version. Yeah, yeah, that'd be I, pretty hot. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sabrina says, sending a major bag. Thank you. Oh, but I just thanks, wanted Sabrina. to say, I enjoy your lives and I have one major question. What do you think is going to happen to Wardlow in AEW? I think he's going to be a star. He's a big star. They're setting him up pretty great for it. Yeah, he's, yes. uh, he's, yeah. Uh, he's doing it. He's doing um, his thing, man. I'm going to be careful about answering this one. Um, but Juan Garcia says, will the ready-to-go track for Private Party be added for digital download? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But The question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. It's missing from the album. Uh, no. Um, and <laughs> that, that's all I'll say. Uh, and it's I'll, not I'll funny. Be, uh, not no, funny for any reason. I'm sorry. I just, no, just I, how I, Will I, was like, no. No. <laughs> I, I, I will leave it up to anybody yeah. else to, to answer that. But right. no. Really um, dope track, man. I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Van Twinblade says, Will, don't forget the Humpers. Forget Actually, the humpers. I'm waiting on Jeremy to uh, pass me those. Um, he had to step out, but he will get those to me here shortly. Uh, and the uh, yeah so let's get into topic number five uh con had them twitter fingers yesterday it is funny that we spent like the first few minutes of this podcast talking about sonic because we've got con out here beating the bots (laughs) (laughs) i have to say this was the Funniest. Oh, I cried. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I cried. What this did to wrestling Twitter yesterday was the funniest thing. For anybody who hasn't seen it, Tony Khan tweeted out that a lot of Tony Khan's a damn said, fool, man. He said most of the anti AEW accounts on Twitter are bots. They bots. No, they're fake. They're all bots. <laughs> <laughs> the homie say any shade that come through is bots. They're not real. Uh, it's, it's there's nobody bro. behind there. Yeah, there's nobody now, behind these accounts, bro. Now I have to say really quick. Oh, I want the exact wording of what specifically he oh, said. Man. Um, I got tears he, again. <laughs> he said an independent study has confirmed that much of the staunch anti AEW online community aren't real individuals. It's a staff running thousands of accounts plus an army of bots to signal boost them. Look closely; yeah. these aren't real people who pay for such a wildly expensive thing. I'm saying like them streaming farms. It happens in music too. You know, Tony Khan's like, nah, these are bots, bro. We cooking out here. How are we not cooking? What's up? He said, research this one yourselves. You internet detectives thrive in these situations. <laughs> and then he went, hold on. And then he said, speaking of wild things, you don't want to miss John Moxley versus <laughs> I'm saying. I'm saying. The homie said, you internet detectives. You internet detectives. Call y'all And then out. he said, ever wonder why so much of the activity of these counts is re- retweets and replies? Like, who actually has 80% of their activity as straight-up retweets? Um, the comment said, what's I up? I mean, like, he, like, he turned the term e-drones into, like, actual drones. Yeah, no, for real. He's like, no, let's, y'all want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. Like, <laughs> man, I... I cried. I was, uh, honestly... <laughs> so funny. Uh, especially like some of the shit people were saying was like just so good it was yeah no everybody got on that little like they remixed his tweet like i saw at least a hundred of them Uh, minimum a hundred the becky tweet was great that was hilarious (laughs) now uh i have to say that on one side of this i actually there is some validity to what he said. Yes, yes, but, yes. But it's way funnier to just, like, take it to the extremes. Right. Because what he's specifically saying here, because um, I've I, <laughs> the funny thing was I saw 
um, almost the case in point example of what he's talking about. And mm-hmm. that there was one tweet that popped up in my feed from somebody I don't follow um, who had maybe 200 followers who was just saying some anti-AEW shit, pro-WWE shit, kind of some rah-rah shit, right? Um, but I'm like, how does this shit continually show up in my feed if when these guys have, like, no followers whatsoever? This guy had no followers. Um, and what is it? And so I did go through the retweets and start looking at every single account. And it is being boosted by accounts that have nothing else that do nothing else but boost stuff but that, it's literally yeah. just like um it had maybe a hundred retweets and if you go through these accounts all of the accounts are just boost accounts. They're, they're just bots <laughs> there yeah. to boost stuff like that mm-hmm. and so then the question is who is actually um taking the time to boost posts like this to show up in people's feeds because otherwise i don't follow much of anything other than like it was like because you're interested in pro wrestling here's a tweet you might be interested in and it's like no i'm not interested in this at all this is horseshit right uh, Right. and so that's one of those things where it's like okay that's what he's saying here that Mm -hmm. these accounts um, like I think the person who posted it is a little is a real person. Like I, I went through that person's account and I'm like, okay, this person is full of shit. But like, this is what this person does like all day, and they right. just post bullshit. But who's boosting these posts? That's the the question here. Is why are these accounts? Why are these posts getting boosted so much? Mm-hmm. And they, it does seem like they can. This guy could literally just post one quick thing and then fifty accounts come in and retweet it and boost it. Right. And so there is some kind of effort being made there to make that happen. Um, it's happening. Tony went yeah. extreme with it, yeah, but it's definitely said, happening. Said, <laughs> uh, like I said, I got that. That's what I, I think that's what was being said there. And I think any independent study actually would mm-hmm. um, find that information. And, and right. keep in mind, people like I, I am a software developer. This is what I do for a living. Um, so like this, is, I'm not just like talking out of my ass here. This mm-hmm. is stuff that, that I... Um, that I see that that said um, so like I can see where that comes from but the part that makes it funny is that because um, what he specifically said was the staunch anti AEW online community aren't real individuals mm-hmm. <laughs> which now makes it so easy to take guys who like are real people but like their entire personality is I hate and AEW. shout out to Rich because he let yeah. all of them hey. know <laughs> Matter of fact, that nigga's the big homie Rich's birthday as well. Happy oh, shout out to Rich. Rich, Rich, Rich Lotta, man. Yeah, what a guy. Rich Lotta. Yes, yes. the AW album. Shout out Rich Lotta. Happy uh, birthday, no. bro. I, I think it is funny. Oh, we were crying. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's definitely some people oh, that are not God. real people out here. No, online. seriously. Yes, yes. No, yeah. you, like, you're a real person, but you're not a real person at yeah, the same exactly. time. <laughs> <laughs> to just be like, Dobby, get lost, bot. <laughs> like, yeah, that's... yeah. Get out of here, loser. You're, you're a robot, dude. Like, you wake up to, like, hate as a robot. So, like. Yeah, so. I got what was supposed to be said there, but it is way funnier now to to just like, you know. And, and I get everybody... the same because he called them internet detectives too. That's what I think is funny internet that he was just like, no, nah, just letting it off on all these fools, man. I'm tired mm-hmm. of y'all. I'm tired of hearing this. I'm tired of these bots. Yes. What's up? No, I, I this is funny as hell. Uh, like, like I said, I don't think there's necessarily a lie being told here. I right. think that there is uh, some validity to the fact that um, now I think the implication 
at the end, the last sentence he's saying is, who'd pay for such a wildly expensive thing? Mm-hmm. That seems to imply that he that he's thinking it might be another wrestling company. Yeah. I don't even know if that's necessarily who it is as much as, like, um, like, because it could be anybody, right? Yeah. It could be anybody who's just... Because uh, it's not so much that it's expensive as much as it's... Um, time-consuming i was gonna say tedious maybe you know what i mean just like uh, nobody really wants to do that (laughs) yeah um and uh so it it could be another company behind that or it could just be people who like really just don't like the company and want to see also um like either like way, there's some people is... that really be hating online. You know, we, yeah. I tweet some things about AEW and they come into my mentions with their shit. Yeah. So it's like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's definitely there's definitely an effort to boost those posts. There's no mm-hmm. question about that. If you see some of those posts that got like the the hundred some odd retweets and it's like nobody accounts, just consider like go look at those retweets. Like, I'm fucking greater than this person is greater. It's like y'all are just these are yeah. just listen. This is uh, nothing. I've been saying for a while, abolish that he used to great great. Please, I know, please, I hate please. That you can't. It's so bad. Oh, I hate God, that you can't mute pictures because, like, I would love. I do not want to see that. one more. I would go. I want to live the rest of my life never seeing one of those again. I swear. Now that's it. I used it this week, but I was using it to make a bigger statement when I was talking about FTR is now greater than they were um, two years ago. Oh, uh, you just wanted to stir up some controversy. Because I was trying to, but I was trying, trying to stir, stir it up with the images. Stir it up. But I was trying to make the overarching point that FTR has really. But yeah, if you don't think that, that's crazy. Like, did well, you see what they just did? Well, I, I have seen some people who are like, they're still not as good as they were in NXT, and I'm like, no, they're what? better. Like, honestly, yeah, what? I think that is I cap. Because I, I think that the the theme music, like everything, is like really come together for these guys. I think. The, the dark side of TR theme is so good. The, uh, the Just like seeing the two guys that are like 100% themselves being able to do exactly how they want to do these matches. Like, come on, you can't deny that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. No, and honestly, being like a, a tribute to the past team, mm-hmm. I think is a great shtick for them. I right. think when they come out with the NWO jackets or they come out with, mm-hmm. uh, they've got the Ring of Honor gear. Like every time they can find a way to pay homage to something, uh, I think. They do it. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it. Lo- I think it's very cool, um, and it's cool for them. Nah, honestly though, this bot shit is the funniest shit. So and funny. I love what it did. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I am having a an yes. absolute blast. Sorry, that. sorry. If you guys were looking for us to cover this in an intelligent way, uh, no way. Just laugh at it. Yeah. You no. came to the wrong place. This shit is funny, <laughs> bro. There's bots. Y'all are fake. That's what homies think. <laughs> Anybody yeah. who talk about us is fake is so funny, bro. <laughs> Hilarious, man. Now they capping. That's a bot. <laughs> <laughs> so Spread funny, dude. Uh, yeah. Mm. That's it. Yeah, no, I, so I don't know what you want from us. <laughs> this is this is great. I am having so funny. Just a blast with it. Yeah, Tony Cod was just. On one yesterday. I mean, he brought, honestly, he like up the, the invoice list. Yeah, um, that 
Uh, and for the, those who haven't seen the, the, the invoice that was published like two years ago of all the things that AEW is paying. The bro for, got like, receipts in that cell phone, bro. He got all the receipts he needs for the, to the end of time. He about to have all these receipts for y'all ass. And the funny thing was like that list was published like as a parody, right? It was like, oh, look, AEW's paying Dave Meltzer a million dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... One, I love how outdated that list is now. I figure, like, if somebody made that today, they'd be like, fight for yeah. Rhapsody. Yeah, Sean Ross, um, but... Us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but uh, the... Once again, if AEW was paying me, I would show you the check. I'm not... Come on, bro. I want some clout. I'd be like, here's my check from Tony Khan. <laughs> I haven't got it, bro. Yo, yeah. And you yeah. got paid for the album because... Well, I, yeah, I did yeah. get one check from Tony Khan. I said, okay. The, 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 yeah, the tweet where he was responding, responding to Alvarez, and he was like, you can keep your you can keep your check this week. Yeah, keep your 200K. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> he didn't care. I loved it. Nah, honestly, this is the kind of stuff that... like. If you're not having fun with any of this, come on, like, dude. Like, I think us being in the scrums also helps a lot because, like, getting to talk to Tony and knowing his personality a little bit makes it even funnier. Just like this guy is hilarious, dude. Like, you you have to laugh at some of the things he does, man. You just, you just have to laugh at it. Like, if you're not finding this stuff funny, um, because that's how I feel. And the thing is, I'm also finding. Like Sami Zayn, right? Sami Zayn is like going at anybody who didn't like the Jackass match. He yeah. is just having fun with that. He's saying mm-hmm. best match of my entire <laughs> yeah. career. Like right. I don't care if you liked who I was in the Indies. I don't care what you thought of El Generico. The best match of my career. My my magnum opus. My That's it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's it, man. He no, worked man. his whole life for that. Match, yeah, he's, yeah. This he's like this he said, if I retire tomorrow, this is the best thing i've ever done in my career was this match with johnny knoxville he is having fun and i, I think it. that kind of shit is fun it's perfect yeah um, that kind of stuff is always going to be funny to me like i think if you aren't like directly hurting anybody mm-hmm. um it's fucking funny who cares yeah uh, yeah but <laughs> so, man that that whatever the few days before mania and rollins was posting all those pictures of people mm-hmm. and people like oh is he funny. wrestling that guy all that stuff was hilarious it's great <laughs> no, that's he's doing funny. it man uh, and the funny thing was, he didn't post one of Cody. I think no, that's what we like should have posted at some point. Yeah, that probably uh, should have been the first one, maybe. Yeah, or like maybe like as he's going through, like uh, just like make sure he includes Cody and in all of it, mm-hmm. uh, just to, like really toy with the rumors. Yeah, did he post one of Hook? I feel like he did. He posted uh, Marco Stunt. I know Marco like, Stunt. People, that was people mm-hmm. jumped all over the Marco one. Like, oh, what and does this mean? Like, guys, he's trolling funny. you. That's what yeah, it means. He's trolling so hard. <laughs> what does Stunt. this mean? <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, Sabrina says independent study. Yeah, I, I think it was an independent study. Because um, the thing is, it's not that hard to get. Um, right. I mean, was it a study commissioned by Tony? Yes, uh, that's at least my theory. Uh, and I think he said that. I think he said that it was like, you know, he, he but it wasn't somebody that worked for Tony Khan. Right. Um, that that did that. It was somebody who was who was acting in the interest of simply figuring this out. Um, that said, we wouldn't have heard about it if it didn't show what, uh, you know, the, the idea that there are bots boosting this stuff. Um Kevin says, I love Becky Lynch's response to Tony Khan's bot tweet. Yeah, it was great. Becky Lynch is really good at media and, and then, everything that surrounds it, pretty much. And then Trish Stratus then quote tweeting it with the Seth Rollins tweet, or with the Seth Rollins quote where she said, um, 
what was exactly Trish Stratus's quote? I want to make sure I... Uh, she quote tweeted it and said, I find it very tacky and lowbrow personally. I think it looks in reeks of desperation. You know, the thing Seth Rollins said word for word about, yep. <laughs> about AEW mentioning um, WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, again... Hilarious. This shit is fun. All fun. It's Everybody's fun. having fun. If if this is built to Trish coming back and having another match with Becky, I'll take it. I'll take yes. it. Um, although the Charlotte match was a good match for her to retire on. But it also, was. Like, I still it think, was. I don't know. I love Trish. And... She sounds like she's still trying to get that Sasha match, too. Yeah. We um, won it. Sasha yeah, definitely it, wants it, that match. I think yeah. it's hard for her, right? Because it was like, damn, I went out on such a high note on the Charlotte match in Toronto. Right. But also... I want to wrestle. I <laughs> really want to wrestle I Sasha Banks. What do I, I do? I wrestle Becky Lynch. Yeah, like, damn. What do you do? Right. Uh, Sabrina says the bots are Vince McMahon. I mean, speaking of that, Stone Cold, he just he had uh, the Rock was his last mic. He had the perfect send off, honestly. But he said, Nah, I'm gonna do it again with Kevin Owens. So shout out yep. to Kevin Owens. Uh, Rob says uh, TK versus the bots is the new Elbow versus Rocco. <laughs> the bots. The bots, man. Uh, Ronan Mike Clip says, uh, as someone who worked for another YouTuber, I totally understand where he's coming from because I've seen it firsthand. The reason they do this is to harm the brand or name. Yeah, yeah I, like I said, there is... It's really a thing. Yeah. There no, is bots an, are a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there is an effort. Like, you see what they're doing and how they're boosting it. Um, Dio Dig says, TK gave the bots, the birds aren't real gimmicks. <laughs> the birds aren't real, straight uh, up. Alexander says, I'm an AI researcher, and a lot of my published work mm. is on criminal bot networks. What Tony described is real. Um, you can buy turnkey signal boosting botnets fairly easily. Uh, yep. You can. Yeah. Um, and Brent Lockman says, all I could picture is the robot island in Futurama. The one's <laughs> refusing to upgrade, and it seemed fitting. It's pretty fitting. Yeah. Pretty fitting. Brent also said, TK is one of us in the sense, or uh, if one of us in the sense that for better or worse, he is totally an internet wrestling fan and has been for so long. Yep, that's it. It's, he's never going to stop being message board Tony Khan. He's going to be him forever, <laughs> and we love it. I love it so much. Yeah, I mean, like, that is a person who is very much aware. Um, but I, I want, but I am glad that uh, a lot of the stuff that he sees and reads on Twitter um, isn't fully taken to heart. And I say that right. because, like, that man posted... Um, a star is born after the Wheeler Yuta match. Um, which, by the way, uh, I just want to check something. Um, the next thing we can talk about. All right. Yeah. Wheeler Yuta versus John Moxley. Ooh, we. Uh, so we'll just talk about this now. But uh, the. So he mentioned Yuta, a star is born. He posted mm-hmm. that on. Uh, Twitter, all the comments, awful. If you read all the replies to that, it is just dumbass shit from dumbass people who are like, uh, "Tony, you don't get to decide what a star is. We do. Uh, oh. You should be worried about this Warner Media deal." Blah, wow. blah, blah, we don't blah, get blah, to blah. decide what bullshit. a star is. What? Yeah, what? Like, so, like what? just a bunch of bullshit. Uh, and, be, and of course, the Roman avatars that are like, "No, the only star is Roman." Oh um, God. Yeah, and 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 like uh, just a lot of that shit, right? But. You don't have to listen to any of that because nope. the thing is, the only thing you have to listen to is them crowds. Yep. And crowds these last few weeks have been so behind Wheeler Yuta. And I've even seen people say, well, Ooh. 
Yeah, they're like, how can you trust the AW crowd? They love everything. Uh, but it's like, but you know what? No, they, they don't. don't. The they only people. Yeah, true. Sammy Guevara, yeah. right? But yeah. the, only, <laughs> exactly. uh, uh, the only the only people that you, as any wrestling company, should be listening to are the people spending money on the product. Because the goal should always be, how do I get them to spend more money? Somebody and in the so- comments just drove me crazy. Will or you that can't talk on the mic. Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. Did you see what he did last night? Stop what does it. that matter? Stop what does it. Mike, Mike, does you guys forget about this fucking mic work. That does not matter. That's not fucking real. Vince McMahon told you that's the only way a person can be a star. It's not fucking true. Who cares if they can't talk on the mic? He has fucking William Regal talking for him. What is the deal? It doesn't matter. Brian Danielson can't really talk on the fucking mic. He's the best well, wrestler of all time. He, he can now. Wait, 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 wait. First he off, can now. First off, this man, shout out uh, Brian. By but the I way. just, uh, I, I followed up by saying he's the greatest wrestler of all time. Don't try to uh, throw shit at me. He's the best. He's the man. He he doesn't sell matches with fucking promos. He no, sells matches with I, fights. Some of my all-time favorite promos have been for Brian. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yes, no, so. you will like Brian Danielson. So do I. He's the best of all time. <laughs> but no, <laughs> but I understand it. what you're saying. We got to stop trying to paint everybody with yeah, the same Yeah, I hate show. it. If you can't talk, then I can discredit Don't how Gold good could you talk. are. The Rock could talk. Triple I mean, H could talk. Yeah, Motherfucker, it, fuck off. What are you but talking like, about? Goldberg couldn't talk. Like, that was... Not a damn... But like that was the thing was you didn't have to have Bill Goldberg talk. Uh, Bill Goldberg just went out there and beat people. Yeah, Bill I mean, Goldberg. look, one of the um, most over but, guys in the company does not talk. Orange Cassidy is not a promo guy. That motherfucker don't say over. one word. Hella over. Hook. Look, look, come Hook. on. Super duper way, over. Don't say shit. That, so the point I was making though is that sorry I went off. As far as far as we're <laughs> concerned, um, the only people that you really have to listen to are the people who are spending money on your product because. Right. Uh, at the end of the day, like you can't waste your time in pro wrestling on hypotheticals yes. on like, um, well, what if we can get these people to spend their money? And it's like, well, I, like that's casual. That's in the long. That's in the long term. But mm-hmm. like in the short term, you can only focus on the people who are spending money now, right. so that you can get them to spend more money. Exactly. And the thing is, the people in the building are reacting to Wheel of Yuta, and that those are the people that are spending their money. The people who are buying the pay per views. So like. Um, you know, because I think the same thing with Hangman, where people are like, "Well, Hangman's falling off, but like falling off with who? Because he's still getting them reactions in the building and yep. big um, reactions." And the last pay per view was the second most bought pay per view, and yep. that was a pay per view headlined by Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that's another one where I look at it like the people spending money are still showing their support for right. these things. So exactly. Uh, all but on said. top of that, this match, oh my goodness gracious, I don't know. This, like, I don't oh. know what happened. I watched it twice. I ran it immediately back to be like, what did I just watch? This is insane. Crazy. This match. So this match was storytelling. Yes. At its 100%. Finest, finest storytelling. And the idea that. Because to me, when when I think storytelling, I think of when I am simply watching a match and without any words being said between any of the two performers, I fully understand the motivations behind what's happening. Yes. That to me is storytelling. And so when I'm watching this that, match, uh, The Mark Henry pre, 
promo was perfect too how moxley was like i'm about to fuck you up in this match pretty much you know so like, so good moxley having his back to him the entire promo and he yeah. didn't even look at him and then he turned around and told him like no i'm 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 gonna get you up out of here but yeah like, yeah no this ain't no game was, i'm about to beat you up funny thing was yeah the first time this match took place at the james l knight center in miami it was john moxley versus wheeler yuda john moxley just came in squashed him hit him yep. a paradigm shift for one two three left that was it Second time it took place. And the funny thing was, all oh, this is incidental, right? Because the second time it took place, match wasn't even supposed to happen. It was supposed to be Brian Kendrick. And then That's uh, right. uh, and he ended up getting replaced by Wheeler Yuta. Mm-hmm. And we had a, uh, a much more competitive back-and-forth match that still saw Wheeler Yuta uh, lose. And then the third time around uh, from jump, the moment John Moxie's making his way out the crowd and Wheeler jump starts the match beforehand before anything happens or Wheeler Yuta is like, this is not going to go like last time or the time before, because I'm getting the jump on this match now. And uh, he got the jump on John Moxley. And yeah, this was a star making performance. In Incredible. The sense of um, Moxley just could not <clears throat> figure out how to get Wheeler to stop. Blood is a really effective storytelling tool when somebody has a because I think no matter who it is, if you are a uh, how do I put this? If you have a everybody knows what blood is. You Mm -hmm. have to because you've likely cut something open at some point in your life. Although I think it is funny to think about somebody who's like 40 and like gets their first cut. And it's like, what is this? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. <laughs> Blood. Oh, what's coming out of my yeah, body? It's yeah. red. Um, but I think that uh, that that's why I think blood is so effective because it is something that everybody understands as a sign of trauma or of trouble. And so when somebody's bloody, you recognize that uh, there is a bigger sense of, of danger happening and Wheeler Yuta being bloodied by John Moxley, I think was extremely effective here. Moxley doing everything he could. Uh, he, every single thing that he had that we've seen John Moxley beat. Moxley people. hit all of his signatures, all of his, everything that he has, he threw it at Yuta this match. Yep. He hit two paradigm shifts, including the big paradigm shift. The one that like, you know, when Moxley he'll he'll do the the normal paradigm shift, and then he hits the the, the yeah, big like the one elevated out, one, the elevated mm-hmm. paradigm shift, um, just to cement it. That's how he won the AEW World Championship. Was he hit the regular paradigm shift on Jericho, and then he hit the elevated one? Uh, and so, like we've established, that's how this guy wins. And if he can't win that way, he can at least win with uh with the choke. Mm-hmm. None of that nope. kept Wheeler. Nothing Yuta worked. And you did cap reversing him, kept knowing what pretty much he was a step ahead of Moxley almost the entire match, you know, before the finish. Yeah, he had him scouted. He had him studied. None of it was keeping him down. Mm-hmm. And on top of all of that, Moxley finally just had to choke this man. until yeah. he <laughs> couldn't breathe anymore that was it. to finally keep him down. Mm-hmm. Wheeler looked like two million bucks here. Yuta, that was like the per- the perfect per- baby face performance. You just saw it. Yuta did it. He did everything right. All of his reversals, all the everything that he hit, his tributes to Brian Danielson, like 
everything was just right on the money. Um, I love this, man. The blood, Yuta firing back after Moxley's knocking him out, and he's just like, bring it, bring it. It's just like a perfect, perfect way really, to really get good. someone over, man. Just like beautiful. Yeah. Pro wrestling I, at its finest. Yeah, I was really happy with this. I thought that um, Yuta's one of those guys that kind of came out of nowhere in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, because I don't think anybody could have anticipated how much the crowd was going to be into Yuta that first um, best friends versus um, Moxley and uh, Danielson match. Mm-hmm. But when they were, uh, I feel like there was no turning back. It's like, OK, we just got to do this. We got to fucking do it yep. and do it to till they can't be done anymore. And Yuta's um, incredible. Like if you haven't seen his Iron Man match with Daniel Garcia uh, from the independents, you have to watch that. This guy, they they knew what they had. Like, just put this guy in the ring, and he's going to give you that performance almost every single time. So, this yeah. is beautiful, man. Perfect. I, I think it was Bowens that was saying that this is a perfect example of why people have to be patient. Right. Because when they, when he first got there, there were people like, "What are they doing with Yuta? He's so good. They got to they got to push him now." And I feel like you know, doing the slow burn of everything with best friends and and uh, you know. Blackpool Combat Club now, I feel like, man, I don't think they could have done this any better with him. Right. That's funny. On Reddit a couple of days ago, I was laughing really hard because someone on Squared Circle, one of the threads was, does Tony Khan slow burn too much? And I was like, you can't do anything right at this point. If it's slow burn, it's too much. If it's fast, it's too much. Like, you just have to do what you want because fans are going to do what I mean, fans I are going to say that, whatever they want. That's- I think three years in, I hope people do finally start to see there is kind of a, a pattern here in that right. um that everybody that like, it's not going to happen immediately for really anybody no nope, um, not I at think all the, uh and like people like, thought keith lee was going to immediately be in no they're gonna build this yeah, build build look, build all these things uh, but, are going to be like, built well like look at everybody who is currently at the top um none of it happened immediately for literally anybody there um right. we're like jurassic express are you kidding me they they debuted in 2019 and they yeah. it took them three years to get they had a uh, jungle boy at the like before aew became a thing at the pressers to be like this guy's gonna be a guy like they've been building this these people for a long long time i mean brit brit was at every presser at first um, right yeah it took them over a year to get brit to where where she was as champion um and i mean and she I, didn't even win the title till what two years into the company so like that was right that's and, the other thing. At double or nothing three, she won the title. So like, right. Um, and, and and that's the thing with Red Velvet as well, and why I didn't like how people were going at her. It's like, well, you got to remember, she lost a lot of matches when she wasn't signed, like Willow. Yep. Let Willow go through the same thing and get signed. You're not yep. even giving it a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's that's how I very much feel about um, a lot of things. Of like, okay, show us that. I feel like we've seen over time that this is the pattern. What, that was a great example you brought up of Red Velvet and Willow because that's exactly what happened with her. Um, and that's that's more more of what I, I kind of want to see of like, okay, just give it time. Give mm-hmm. everybody the time to develop. No, not necessarily anybody uh, has to just kind of be dead dropped in. Uh, and that, that's how I feel. Like hey. Willow's being built right now w- without us knowing it. The loss to Mercedes, this loss right here, these are all building her to greater heights. It's gonna work out in the end. Hey, we got some um, some humper chats. Um, starting with Van Twinblade, the homie. Yeah, Van Twinblade, never letting you down, especially on these indie cards. I was at Glory um, Pro. Shout out to Glory Pro. 
Um, well, that's what he's talking about because uh, he got us a Glory Pro card. Mm -hmm. um, and this is going to see uh, on 424. It's going to be Cody Lane, uh, Kenny Alfonso, Dante mm -hmm. Martin, um, and Dadhausen, and Grindhouse, uh, which is um, uh, Davey Vega and Matt Fitchett, mm -hmm. um, AJ Gray, Brody King. Um, 2D, uh, 2D versus, they are going to uh, fight. Versus Ali Catch, Jake Something versus mm. Nora Suzuki, mm. Richards versus Mike Outlaw. Wow. That's a crazy card, Glory Pro. Jeez Louise, that's insane. Come on, man. Is, is Van Twinblade like a Glory Pro bot that just. He's something, man. <laughs> this look, anytime Glory Pro, here comes that Van Twinblade Glory Pro bot. <laughs> no, just, but no, we appreciate you, man. Yeah, we no, that's going to be fire. Those That card's insane. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, and then also. Um, Oh, and had you already uh, so okay? Because I was gonna read your uh, your Humper chat from Thursday, but it was kind of the same one. Uh, so uh, the um, let's see, because yeah, we got this one. No, I think that's it. Uh, but either way, uh, let's see, we got. Distract uh, Delude says TJPW's still incomplete show today was very good. Uh, Miyu Yamashita versus uh, I'm gonna butcher that name, um, Yuria Nagano um, was very much an ace versus future ace vibe. Uh, as long as they can stop uh, stardom from uh, poaching uh, Yuria, um, highly recommend the whole show. Good tag action and a solid title defense. Thank you. D'Lo says, hey, fellas, hope all is good. Just listening while I pack to Cancun. So here's some of Whoa. my Cancun money. Have fun mm. in Cancun. Hey, Cancun, trip, that bro. sounds amazing. Yes. Yeah. Have take fun. me, take me. Uh, Jennifer says, uh, sending some love to the gents and gratitude for how amazing you each are individually and as a unit. Thank you. I always appreciate that. Yes, um, thank you so much, Jennifer. Appreciate that so much. This last week has had some great matches with some beautiful people succeeding and getting spotlights. Um, I know it's a cliche to say, but I really think history is going to be really kind to this time period of pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. I think pretty much coming yeah. out of pandemic era wrestling, coming out of the no crowds, I think overall, and I say this even talking WWE. I think history is going to be really kind to this time period of pro wrestling. Agreed. I think um, we're going to look back at a lot of stuff at this time very, and very quickly. Like, Damn, I can't believe we were locked in that time. Kenny Omega was going yeah. insane. Brian Dennis. Like, we're going to be looking back like, wow, we saw yeah. so much in those times, you know? I know. We're going to look back at this time period and be like, this, what a week this this kind of stuff was. Like, that's why mm -hmm. I try not to, like, humor a lot of the, the negativity because it's yeah. like, nah, man, we are having so i i haven't had this much fun watching that Star card wrestling. that van Twinblade just said that's an amazing card there's a bunch of those that happens all the time we are yeah. spoiled with how much great yeah. wrestling we see honestly it, it yeah. is cliche to say that it's a great time to be a wrestling fan but really it is a great time to be a wrestling fan like honestly don't humor anybody whose entire presence is just being negative Boring. Uh, who's just uh like whose whose entire presence is this sucks right, right. because like 
there's such great shit right now that I feel like even the shit that sucks is shit where you gotta really dig deep and go, hey, remember that shit that sucked? Because right. there's like, case in point, remember Elias versus um, Ezekiel? N- n- uh, <laughs> yes, but Elias versus Old Boy, um, who got released? Oh, you're talking about a uh, Gunner. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Riker. 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 Jackson Riker. Yeah. Remember they had a feud. No, mm-hmm. of course you don't, no, no, because there's no. been plenty of shit. Forgot to, about it. To wipe that from your memory, they mm-hmm. wrestled in front of a crowd that did not give a shit about any of that. Um, They're trying to like, push old Riker for a little bit there. Drag my man Elias down with that pro with that yes. program. Oh, Let's just call it what it is. Drag yeah. Elias down. Like the, it is such a great time to be a fan. It's amazing. Even the shit that that you don't care for. Um, you're gonna forget about. <laughs> I just wrote my uh, righteous wrap up for the new PWI and about WrestleMania weekend, and like I, I need more words than this. I have so much to say, like a thousand words. What this is? I saw, I saw nine wrestling shows. How do I put nine wrestling shows? I only covered one wrestling show at the end, but you know what I mean. Like we are spoiled every week. Tonight there's a GCW. Tomorrow GCW's in San Francisco. On Friday there's West Coast Pro Wrestling. It's like there's always something. Next month we're gonna be in Vegas for uh, Double or Nothing. After that is Man, AEW listen. in California. Like there's just like this. Look, st- it's crazy. Yeah, next week we got New Japan here in Chicago. We've yeah, got, we've got Impact the week after that. It's uh, it's a lot of wrestling. Insane. Yes. Um, let's see. Got a few more. Uh, Storm and Norm says uh, on a ring made of grandma's plastic. Talking about the. Uh, uh, backyard wrestling oh, yeah. on a ring made of grandma's plastic cover couch cushions uh <laughs> i suplexed um or body slammed all my little cousins i'm saying uh, don't I try played, this at home <laughs> i played the rko role and never took a bump <laughs> nah man i uh this probably like because i remember setting up the camera too yeah. Um, where they're like me pedigreeing my little brother. Like, I. No, my favorite childhood memory is always when someone wanted to be The Undertaker so they could no sell everything. Like, no, I'm The Undertaker. You can't hit me. I'm the. No, that's not how this works. He gets beat up too, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, man. Uh, I was just, yeah, no, I was just. Uh, uh, I'm thinking about this time. Like, I was like. Uh, really all about um, Triple H at one point mm-hmm. uh, to the point of where I don't remember where I found this like fucking croquet mallet but I would like use it as a sledgehammer <laughs> <laughs> bro those are hard too <laughs> <laughs> but like that was my sledgehammer right That's and I would I, uh, and wrestling with my brother that was it that was what I would use yeah um, now, Triple H was the guy, man. 2000, it was crazy. Yeah, 2000 was, was yeah. that time period. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see, we got Wrestle I didn't need him trotting out there at the beginning of WrestleMania to put his... I didn't need that. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I mean, I, no, he needed his moment. Uh, I, I feel like... We got I feel it. Like it, he he kissed his son on NXT. We saw it. I saw him kiss his son on TV. I saw it already. They don't They don't <laughs> count NXT. Oh, yeah, I they forgot. Don't. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Mr. Muscle Jumper. He kissed the son, Will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for the longest, for like years, I've been trying to, because Shawn Michaels' son, Adam Cole, uh, Johnny Gargano, those are Shawn Michaels' kids. I was always like, who is Triple H's kid? And then Phil said it. It's like, no, it's Tommaso Ciampa. That's his it, kid. It's like Ciampa and Bobby yeah. Roode. Bobby Roode, yeah, of course. Can't forget <laughs> Bobby Roode. <laughs> yeah. uh, Wrestle Voice says, love you guys and what you're doing 
uh, to give the black perspective, uh, a black perspective. Yes, not um, the. No. Yes. Uh, out here grinding and giving a chance to listen live, so I am supporting. Uh, when is my girl Willow getting her contract? She has an intangible that it's makes coming, me bro. think uh, star every time I see her. Like I said, everybody I've talked to in AEW, and I've talked to a few people about her, they all it's believe that. Yeah, it, it's coming. Um, yeah, they, that they if clearly it's not, like her. If it's yeah. not already there, they're like, yeah, everybody likes her. You heard mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston name drop her in a promo just because uh, yeah. yep. Eddie She's Kingston, great. and that's what he does. Yeah, yeah. Eddie yeah. Kingston throwing that monitor at, <laughs> at the Jericho Squad, man. Oh my God, yeah. this guy. Uh, I said on Day After Dynamite, my favorite part about that was that. The rest of the show, the monitor wasn't working. <laughs> it's and, all busted up. Huh? Yeah, but just, like, <laughs> and uh, JS like, like, somebody fix this shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it took me a minute to even put together. I'm like, oh, that's the monitor Eddie Kingston threw. Mm-hmm. They put it back. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Van Twinblade said, um, uh, which one is this one? Uh, oh, that's the one we talked about. The just announced for Glory Pro. Um, See, Pam DeBear says, I love the AEW post show. I never miss watching rather than it being live for the next day. Everyone looks genuinely happy to have watched the show, and it makes me feel good inside. Thank you all. Um, Pedro Tack says, Happy Grap City Saturday. Hope you guys are having a great week. Can we talk about Samoa Joe's return? Um, yes. Glad he's back doing what he loves to do. Great match with Max. Shmoney dance. Plus, hitting that shmoney <laughs> mid match killed it for me. So that good. was amazing. Perfect. Uh, and. See, we got some super chats. Uh, Pile Driver Finisher says, "Who wins between Hulk and Iron Man? Whoever writes the story." Uh, yeah, the Hulk it, is destroying it, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Shauna. Shauna says, um, uh, "Go tag." Uh, and Yuta will be with some of the best talkers, like. Uh, Mox, Mox and Regal. I think you're trying to say Reg, right? That's oh, that's me. Was. Thank yes. you. Uh, yeah, I'm like Tag. The um, T and the R are very close. Yes. Tag. They're, they're tag. right next to each other. So that's, why <laughs> I, that's, that's what made me figure that out. Or I'm like, okay. Uh, it's screwing yes. when I was talking about the promo. Yeah, appreciate yep. that. Uh, so the mic work will come with time. Uh, he will be learning from the best. And even if it doesn't, who cares? <laughs> What's this mic work? I don't care. Uh, Brett Lockman says... Tell me they gave Yuta a uh, blood craze promo after the match. Kind of need it. But there's a really dope picture someone took of Brian Danielson putting the belt on Yuta and Regal's in the back smiling. Incredible photo. It's great. Yeah. You should see yeah. it. Yeah. And, and if anybody's questioning it, like, oh, well, they, he just shook his hand. This doesn't mean anything. Yuta absolutely put uh, BCC in his body. Yeah, no. Yuta said, no, BCC. y'all about to know, bro. That right man here. took the blood, wrote BCC on his chest. He said, that's gang. It's yeah, official. That's gang. Yeah. It's official. Swerve like referee said, the whistle, yeah. Swerve tweeted, he got jumped in. Like, he did. No, <laughs> straight up. That's it. That's the definition right there. He got jumped in. That He was bloody. Moxley yeah. was not. That, that's the guy to um, jump someone in for sure. Send Moxley. He going to beat his ass. <laughs> Send Moxley. He do not care. <laughs> um, Alexander said, I was ringside for this match. A sublime ending to a Ooh, fantastic lucky. TV taping. Lucky son of a gun. Jeez Louise, that man. That was the last match, too. Like, how do you, like, you know how to send some people home, I tell you. 
Um, so Sabrina says, I have a real question. Do you think AEW is more of an adult crowd? Some hmm. kids watch and are there, but it's not the same as WWE. Do you think that's why so many people like AEW? Because it has more of an adult crowd? That's why I like it. That's um, why I love it. Yeah, they they, they cater to uh, us. They don't make I, us feel like a, they don't make us feel dumb for being adult so wrestling fans. I, I, I'll say this. Um, I think that because what's interesting is when I was a kid, especially when I was like 10, I didn't want stuff that was for kids. I think that was what I liked about no. wrestling in the Attitude right. Era. It was that I was like... And I, I love like DCW, how, so yeah. yeah. Um, I was like, no, I don't want the stuff that's for kids. I want I want the cool shit. Because mm-hmm. um, you do reach that point, right? Um, I don't know. I feel like when I first started going to AEW shows, the first show I went to was All Out uh, in 2019. And it was a very adult crowd. Very much so. But every show I've been to since, I feel like I've watched the kid presence grow. Yeah, um, I was going to say and, the same thing. And it's been like, uh, I went to a Dynamite a few months later, and mind you, my son came with me. My son, uh, he loves pro wrestling. I got videos of him when he was a baby talking about, I hate Randy Orton. Because uh, it was Randy Orton, he was like, my guy, my guy, like, my guy. He, well, he was like, it was that time where he was ripping Rey Mysterio's mask in 2018, and Billy was like so mad about it. Same here, Billy. Like, yeah, he was like, I want to go into the TV and beat Randy Orton. Uh, I'm going to show him that video when he's older, too. Uh, yes. funny, so. Um, and of course, the famous, famous, the, famous the, the Billy, Billy video. The yeah, Bailey that, video, you know? Bailey. Yep. Uh, and I like how you like, put that under Bailey's uh, Q and A yeah. the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey's uh, Q and A was hilarious. Too. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> uh, she's she's excellent. She's nah, the but the way that he found AEW wrestlers to gravitate to, and like um, Billy, like truly gravitated. I still think because. I got to one day post the videos of my son. I, I, I'll take him one day. This, this kid be doing moonsaults on the couch now. I could mm. never get a backflip. This kid does moonsaults off my couch. Yeah, spot um, food. That's my shit. Yeah. I love them flips. <laughs> and he, because uh, he's got this um, this giant stuffed bear that he beats the shit out of. Uh, and, like, I mean, this guy takes everything. Trying fun- this at home. Shout out to Billy. The funny thing <laughs> is, though, the first person Billy gravitated to in AEW was Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Because... Kenny did the coolest moves, regardless of anything else he saw. When yep. Billy beats up this thing, even when Kenny turned heel and Billy was no longer a fan, Billy still hits one-winged angels on this stuffed bear as often as you can see. He hits him with V-triggers. He, um, My favorite thing is when Billy's got him on his shoulders and goes, you can't escape. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. And I'm like, and, on, and, man. and this kid, you know, Billy's eight, right? But, like, I watched the way he gravitates to certain things. He watches WWE, but I feel like there's more that's that's appealed to him. My daughter, same deal. Darby, like, caught her attention. She just loves the... the uh, she loves Darby's presence, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and that's what where it hit me that when I was at All Out, there were a lot of kids at All Out last year, uh, and I compared the two. I was like, All Out in 2019, no kids whatsoever. All Out 2020, lots of kids. There were kids everywhere. There were kids with Darby paint. There were kids with Chris Statlander paint. Orange um, Cassidy. Orange kids. Cassidy. Yep. Right. The Orange Cassidy kids. Uh, we met that kid at, at Revolution, the the one who loved Dante Martin. Um, yep. I feel like anything will appeal to kids. Right. Uh, that, like, that's the thing. Is Like, I, Dante Martin, he's cool, man. He flies. Like, he appeals to kids like no other. He's so cool. Yeah. I thought Leo, when Leo was in, I thought that Leo was going to be an easy layup for the kids. You know, he wasn't there for long, but 
he's a superhero. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah. Like I think WWE appeals to kids, but I think it really just has to do with WWE's longevity and presence places. Like right. I think that more parents yeah. know what WWE is and give their kids the ability to watch it. Um, Pretty much. But like kids that get exposed to AEW love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Veda has a group of friends at school that she talks pro wrestling with, which is funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and but also. I think this is the place where I think AEW is really slipping up. Um, And here's some free advice, Tony Khan. Uh, I'm sure you've heard this a million times. But when I see kids who consume pro wrestling, they don't watch it on TV at all. Like, um, Veda had this friend who would say, no, Raw's on past my bedtime. I just watch on YouTube. I just watch YouTube clips. And I think that there are a lot of kids who only consume it that way. And so wrestling comes on at 8 PM over and on the West coast. You know what I mean? A lot of kids can't, they can't stay up at nine, 10, 11 no. o'clock to watch that. I told you my kids have never seen the third hour of raw. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. They, yeah. they, they don't know what happens after that, after the second hour. I mean, I'll, again, lucky for them. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could, <laughs> wish I could be out before the third hour too. Cause I'm straight up like, going to bed. Right, it's bedtime. Like I, I don't, I don't wave around bedtime. That's why they get to finish Dynamite. They get to finish SmackDown. They don't get that last hour of Raw. You acting like um, Ethan Page last time. My kid's in bed because I'm a great dad. <laughs> hey, no. And I saw that last night, and I was like, he is right because Rampage comes on right at the time that my kid's yeah. in bedtime. Y'all don't get to watch. Actually, Rampage is the one I'm willing to slip on because it's Fridays, Friday. and, and, they, and they ask yeah. me, they're like, "Hey, Cutler's on there. Come on, yeah. yeah, yeah." And they're like, "Can we stay up? It's Friday," and I'm like, "Okay, fine, because it's mm-hmm. Friday." But Monday, y'all don't get to. Um, but anyway, so uh, where I, I'm going with all this is, yeah, YouTube. There's a lot of young people who don't even like watching cable TV because they're yep. like, "I can't control it. I can't control when I consume it. Who gives a shit? What like? But and even if you tell them, but it's not live. They'll be like." Who cares? Don't care. you know, I, they don't I don't care, care about, about none of that. I want mm-hmm. to just watch when I want to watch. At their and own so, convenience and as many times as they want. Like yes. all, the, the cable model doesn't fit for the, the younger people. They no, want to I want to watch this mini video 50 times right now. I'm about to watch C- it. Cable's I, bad, bro. I think that AEW has to get on WWE's level in terms of getting yes. on demand content up there. Exactly. You, like if you look at week to week clips for YouTube, don't I mean, they do okay, but, like, the thing that does the best numbers on YouTube is when they upload them full matches. If right. they put up full match, Cena versus Rock, that, mm-hmm. I believe that match has, like, an absurd amount of views. Uh, and I have to look at this now. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Full match, 48 million views, Woo! Cena versus Rock on YouTube. That is a um, lot of views, boy. Oh, ready for this, though? Full match, Cena and Rock versus R-Truth and Miz, 124 million. That is a lot of views, when my you brother. you drop full matches, um, if you drop full matches on YouTube, it, like, and even Impact is good about that. Yep. Like, if you wait a year and then drop a full match, wait two years, drop just the full matches. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much um, any of them, like, I feel like. They just posted it, I, uh, the FTR and Young Bucks match, though, right? I, I saw that they did that. They posted the match to YouTube, the full match. The full oh, match? Yeah, I think so. I just I just seen somebody tweeting about that. Um, let me see. FTR, Young Bucks. Because I was going to say, a good example of that is if... Uh, nah, this just... No? Uh, 
Uh, there's just half of it. Um, oh shit! Okay. But even still, I feel like if you drop something like Iron Man match, Kenny Omega versus Pac, right? right. The match is two years ago. You don't really lose much of anything putting that match up right now. You put that up, that's going to do at least a million views. Mm-hmm. Um, and a good another good example. Remember when they put the entire All Out pay per view up on YouTube? Yep. Um, the first yeah, I watched that. I watched that personally myself a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was going to say the first. The first all-out pay-per-view has 2.4 million views on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Young people consume shit on YouTube, and yep. uh, I feel like that's going to be the best way to attract kids. Is definitely is to get them. That's how Orange it has Cassidy, to YouTube. It has to be Cassidy, on YouTube. Yeah, that's how Orange Cassidy. Yeah, you know what's funny is that we we because we've had this discussion about how like people knock dark because it's on YouTube, right? But like we are sitting here talking about no, young people love YouTube. Yep. Uh that is how they get exposed to pretty things. much that's the easiest get... accessed media there is. People are gonna young people love YouTube. That's gonna be their first place to go for some videos. That's how yeah. Orange Cassidy got the following he got with kids. Right. Was all them YouTube clips. Yep. So like that's that's really it. I think that's what they're gonna have to do. Um, yeah. Um, bad com- oh go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say to answer a question though, I don't feel like uh it's an adult content. I feel like it's one of those things where AEW knows what it is. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you don't talk down to your audience, whether it's kids or adults, they're going to watch it. And I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not saying that to knock anybody else, including WWE, but yeah. I feel like once you, once you make it clear what your content is, people will gravitate to it. If you're not insulting yeah. my intelligence, I'm going to be happy watching your wrestling show. It's pretty, it's simple. Yeah. Vince McMahon said it in 1997 and didn't listen to himself, but <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's yeah, I mean, it's not hard. <laughs> Bad Comedy Bill said, I just wish they showed Brian strapping the belt on you after the match. Crazy pop. Yeah. Um, that was yeah. A good moment. That's the only thing I don't like about Rampage is Rampage feels really rushed. And yeah, Rampage like, is like, we're out. We'll see you later. We got one more second yeah, of this that show. That whole show feels rushed. Um, <laughs> Like try, that's why they call it the fastest hour. Like, yeah. no, you guys are running through yeah, this. Yeah, but you, thing. y'all have to like <laughs> slow down uh, just a little bit. Just a bit. Just Rampage a bit. Rampage next week is live. Like, you won't. You can be might able... have three matches instead of four matches. It'll be okay. It'll mm-hmm. be okay. Figure it out. Yeah. Uh, Alan Mark says the AW universe is like the Marvel universe. The stories grow organically. The difference is the wrestlers help write the stories. Right. Um, ah. Uh, Van yeah. Twinblade says, uh, it's my local indie. I got a promo on my dudes. Hey, I love we it. appreciate that. No, yeah. we love it. We it's love like here. West Coast Pro. That's going to be on Friday, February 15th. I think the main event is Minoru Suzuki and my ah, Suzuki hey. out here. Yeah, Suzuki is not messing around, bro. He is everywhere. Man, Murder Grandpa man. is just like. He's like, yo, is there a check? I'll pull up, bro. Cementing <laughs> his legacy in the U.S. I love yes. it. Uh, Ryan Sullivan says, on my way to support our friend Kate Hensler, make her commentary debut at Excite Wrestling Live. Oh, on sweet. Twitch. So happy for her. Yes. Hey, yeah, shout out to Kate. Out. Yes. Yeah, shout out Kate. Uh, Kurt Benoit says, Righteous Tedge. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. That's me. That's me. <laughs> um, and uh, Sabrina says, uh, that brings another great point. Do you think Raw should go back to the two hour model? I think yeah. they um, should, but they never will. <laughs> no, they won't because um, money. Uh, yeah, because of money. Uh, <laughs> WWE, they, so basically it's a case of the more hours of television they produce, the more advertising they get in those hours of television. Yep. The third hour of Raw is the easiest way of getting more out of less, right? Because mm-hmm. they're not doing an extra show. It's literally just extending the show you have and thereby getting more money out of what you've already, what you're already doing. Right. Um, and like that's kind of the reason why Rampage 
it's not in their best. Like I know people are like, I want to see Rampage go live in two hours. It's not in their best interest to do that because then, Money. then diminishing returns because yep. then you have to have a whole separate touring schedule. You have yep. to add more dates, and those cost money. Whereas if you're mm -hmm. just adding on to Dynamite with the same fans that are there, with the same uh, production that's all there, so you didn't pay for any extra staff, any extra anything. You literally just taped another hour of television. That's more money for more content without having to do anything more than run more of a taping. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's considered the third hour of Dynamite rather than a separate show. Right. I think the second you start thinking of it as a separate show, then you're going to have to start looking at, like, okay, how do we uh, add the touring schedule to it? And I don't think right. we're going to do that. And that's, that's why they usually, the live rampages are attached to, like, something, like a weekend yeah. or something, you know, where like it's, this week's it, it's worthwhile. Yeah, this week's live rampage, of course, is attached to Battle of the Belts, right. uh, because right. they're taping both at that show, um, and I think that's exactly why that is. That so said, that means they're going to be AEW on Friday and Saturday next week, then, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, right, because we got Battle of the Belts next Saturday. Right. Sweet. Uh, so let's talk about uh, topic uh, number number three. three. Number three. Um, which is uh, Nash Carter <sighs> got released. Yeah. Um, there's mm. uh, <laughs> so ah. mm. Nash Carter getting released is fascinating. Yes, mainly because for those who were watching the uh, the Fightful podcast uh, that was in place of listing your boy, uh, it was with me and Sean, and we got to break that news live. <laughs> um, we're literally just sitting there. We're talking, and I think we're talking Ring of Honor, right? And then Sean gets a phone call, and he's like, uh, I got to take this. It mutes um, and picks up the phone, and then he comes back and is like, uh, so breaking news, Nash Carter's released. Mm. And he's like, I'm going to confirm this with WWE, and then sends the text, and is like, it's confirmed. And so, hey, if you ever wanted to see the news process happen in real time, breaking news, it happened <laughs> just like that. And then, uh, like I mentioned, I got a text from uh, Sean Source that was just like, hey, sorry for interrupting. Uh, <laughs> it was like, I appreciate it. Um, because it was. It was breaking news at that moment in time. It was actually kind of a cool moment. Uh, but, yeah, we, uh, not a cool moment for everybody involved here. Because uh, it's, uh, it's a touchy subject. I'm like, I don't even touchy, know what I really want. It's a very touchy subject. Oh, uh, it's a very touchy subject. The reports are that regardless of anything else that's out there the thing that got him released was the nazi photo um the the, the hitler photo specifically uh and so yeah it, uh, it's uh it's a i really feel bad for wesley and all cut and dry cause, yeah because wes is like just in the middle of it and he doesn't have anything to do with any of the stuff that got him released nothing and they just won the tag titles and now they're vacated there, um yeah. which speaking of like a lot of those title changes that stand to deliver are now nothing. don't matter. Yeah, um, I, it's weird. Um, Raquel just debuted on SmackDown last night. Like, what was the point of that whole thing with her and Dakota? I didn't. What was the point of them winning the tag titles? Yeah, what was and that? And they were just gonna drop them a few days later. I yeah, mean, same what? thing with with Braun uh, winning the title at Raw when he just lost to Dolph at the pay per views. Weird. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I feel really bad for I, I feel like it's another one of those cases where like the right hand isn't talking to the left hand. Yeah. Um, and right. they're just like doing shit over here, but like 
And they're like, oh, we're actually doing something different over here, though. What happened? Yeah, yeah, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, it's, sure. it's weird. Uh, I, I don't know what to make of this. I don't know what this yeah. means for Wesley now. I don't know if they're going to try and repackage him. I just feel bad. I feel bad for him. I feel bad for Nash. Um, I don't know. And I mean... I, I, it's, it, it is interesting that um, WWE didn't wait. Uh, that, and that's you know, what I thought of, was the most... Yeah, yeah they don't they don't usually play with you know Nazi stuff or anti. But it's crazy because we've seen them. like say stuff with Velveteen Dream or shit with Austin Theory yeah, or shit with Matt Riddle. I saw all that on the timeline and that didn't that's not the same. That's why I was saying once it gets into anti-Semitism territory, they usually don't play with it. I get they it. Usually, yeah, they I usually cut that out right away. Yeah, I, f- right. I feel it. Like. Because yeah, that's a, a lot of people thought it was uh, some of the domestic stuff that was mentioned, but it really was just the the photo. It was like yep. no, we don't play with that. They don't uh, play. You're out. And yeah, they the NXT tag titles. But like I said, they've had situations where people like were in hot water, and it was like okay. They're released, like we're gonna cut them, but we at least need to make it to TV next week to like. Yeah, sometimes they've ke- they've kept person just to have them drop it. This time they were like, nah, no. he's out. Yeah, no. he's out. Yeah, because I, I I feel like they've only really done that with suspensions. Because I was thinking about Roman's right. suspension, where like they knew that he was suspended. Like they've done that. Before. They did that with a few times with Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton too. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or Jeff Hardy. Yeah. He. It was yeah. like Okay. He's suspended. But he's also intercontinental champion, so we mm-hmm. need to drop the title tonight. But and with Roman Reigns, it was he was WWE champion. He's suspended. We need him to drop the title at this pay per view, and then we'll announce his suspension the next day. Right. Yeah, that Luther Reigns threw a threw a threw a wrench in everything. Man. Yeah. No, no, but remember, he actually did uh, pop the the wellness in 2016. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Roman was uh, WWE champion, mm-hmm. and then. And really, that ended up working out better for John Moxley than anybody because the yep. original creative plan was that Kevin Owens was going right. to win I'm, the money. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about their report yeah. that came out where yeah. Reigns was on that list and everybody yeah, thought and it was, was Roman. And it was right. Luther. Yeah. <laughs> Luther yeah. Money, in the, ba- Luther money in the Bank was the case of Kevin Owens was going to win it. And then uh, Roman popped wellness because Roman was just going to retain the title that night. Right. And that ended up working out for everybody. So then it was like, okay, Seth Rollins gets to beat Roman clean. And now Moxley is going to then come in and cash in on Seth and uh, and he's going to do it all. And then Moxley talked about in his book um, where he said that that all resulted in him working the, the largest schedule he ever had to work because they called him and were like, hey, so because he was working the, the B side of the house shows because uh, there wasn't a Raw Smackdown split at the time. So it was like you just had the B house shows and the A house shows. And Moxley was headlining the B ones. And they were like, actually, we need you to headline the A ones as well. And that's where it came from. That Moxley was like the hardest working dude of that time period. And they burned his ass out. (laughs) They did. uh, Because he was working all them house shows. He had more matches than anybody. You know, he said in that promo with Cena, he was like, check the receipts. Nobody worked more matches than me in the last year ever in the history of this company. Because he was like working both sets of house shows. Shout out John Moxley. Um, hey, anyway, though, uh, no, this is, uh, this is just, it's, it's really interesting. Um, yeah. I took a look at the NXT tag division to see kind of what they've even got now. Um, to... pe- people want the Creed brothers. It seems to be. Yeah. Yeah. sounds like it. Um, because Imperium's not there anymore. Nope. Broke like. them up. Are they broken up though? Or I mean, the homie's gone. They're both on SmackDown now. Oh. Yeah, the homie uh, Fabian Eichner is just in the 
you know, that's the cloud shame. now. Yeah, I, no, I and that, that's what I was saying. That guy can work, bro. Every time, really good. Too, yeah, every bro. time they had those Imperium tag matches, he was like a standout. Like he Eichner, really Eichner's been great for a while. He was great mm-hmm. when he had that little push in the CWC, and yeah, then he had, like the run with NXT. He's great. Yeah, he's fire. You guys see the CM Punk tweet? Uh, I love stuff like this. He said, "Hey, somebody wrestle me Wednesday," and then he just like tagged all these names. Uh, Dude, they're like, loading this show up. This New Orleans like, show. He said, uh, "Dax, Cash, Wheeler, Yuta, Penta, Kyle O'Reilly, Tony Nese, Dustin oh Rhodes, my Brian Danielson." This John- guy. He, he added John- Brian Danielson. He tagged ch- Jonathan Gresham. Uh, Brian. <laughs> Wait, Brian. Dang this he's, guy. CM Punk tagged all these names. It was like, oh my god, <laughs> why are you playing? <laughs> Why are you Come playing? On, this show is going to be crazy. This show is going to be fucking crazy. And then he crazy. said, basically anyone but Eddie Kingston. Uh, <laughs> King. Damn. I love it. I love but, it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this this Dynamite is going to be crazy. Course, that is making me feel like, hey, I'm going to be there Wednesday. Give me. Give me all of it. Um, because, well, I, I see that, like, Who's they're really be? trying to make this show special for that crowd because this is the hard thing about and I, I recognize my connection probably went bad. Um, the the hard thing about Gresham said, "Okay, y'all are lying. Don't be playing with me. <laughs> Leave me alone, you guys. I don't have time for this. Please, uh, I mean, please look into Gresham's thing because this these, is crazy. These guys are all rep- all these wrestlers are. Everybody's like me, 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 me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> please. <laughs> so that's amazing. You know, because you you. But we've seen it though. When you yeah. have to do a live rampage. That means that the dynamite doesn't get the rampage attached to it. So you have to kind of make up to the crowd right. what rampage is, or what dynamite's going to be. You have to give them a full show still the same yeah. way. Because, like, I, I've talked to people who are going to this New Orleans show. We're like, wait, wait, wait. We ain't getting rampage. Like, mm. y'all are shortchanging us. You're charging us the same amount that you charge for a dynamite rampage show. Tony Concept. Not- <laughs> Watch this, Brody. I got you. Y'all, good. Y'all, can, y'all can Joe versus Suzuki. Cut it yeah, out. come yeah. on, bro. You cannot complain. That's it. That's the main event. Everything else is extra. And on top of that, Swerve and Keith Lee against Ricky Starks and Hobbs. Like, it's lit out here, bro. It, that's going to be an amazing show. Yes. Um, yeah, just great shit. Great shit. <laughs> um thanks tony what's what's that tweet that he tweeted uh i what did he say i'm going crazy today whatever he said i loved it it was so funny uh speaking of which by the way um that brings us to our number two story uh aew is on new japan world yeah Uh, this new japan news is just coming in rapidly like he was he was hooking up them new japan deals like crazy. He went for, I feel like as soon as he went for the ROH deal, he was like, all right, now on to making it better with New Japan. And every announcement with New Japan has been awesome. This is incredible for AEW. Yeah, I feel like he, uh, he's he been pretty much uh, uh, dipping his toe in more and more, bringing in more and more New Japan guys. Uh, yep. Whether that be Kenta or Jay White or, you know, bringing in Rocky. Suzuki. And, and I feel like once Rocky started working those shows, that was, that was the hint that, all right, the yeah when rocky again. pulled up yeah right yeah so i and then and then when he did the scrum over the weekend for ring of honor he mentioned new japan a lot i was like yeah i figured that partnership is nice and healthy at this point mm-hmm. so yeah then this is the next week it, it's got me thinking a lot by the way about <laughs> the uh when the news came out about a year ago that um 
Nick Khan and WWE were in talks with New Japan. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He went Which on Twitter. I never believed. Mm-hmm. Well, he went on Twitter, cut that promo, and <laughs> uh, and people were like, this seems ill-advised. And uh, I was like, I don't know if it's ill-advised. It all depends on how confident he is in the relationship with New Japan. Right. And he seems pretty confident in it. And it, hindsight being 2020 did work out because it, worked it was out. like, I think that would have looked really bad if he had said all of that and then they did get into a partnership with WWE. I, yeah. I think he knew though. Cause I think he knew. I think he knew. I, right. think he knew. I, I was like, he wouldn't have done any of that without the confidence. Of- no way. Yeah, it, it would have, it felt like one of those things where you saw somebody uh, commenting on an Instagram picture acting like they were cool with somebody and you're on the phone with that person. Like, yeah, hey, that's yeah. Your man? You're like, and they wait. were like, nah, I ain't, I ain't rocking with dude. Like Are that. you like, sure? <laughs> like, cause I just talked to the homie about five minutes ago and he said something different. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know about all that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I thought... uh, Wrong con! (laughs) One of the things that was mentioned in all of this uh, was that... Because it was mentioned last week um, during the the press scrum. One of the things that was mentioned was how far this relationship has come with New Japan. Mm -hmm. Because when AEW first launched, like, we've... The whole term Forbidden Door, where that term comes from is the idea that Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks all left New Japan at the time where they were the biggest draws in the company. And New Japan was not happy about this. So as far as they were concerned, New Japan was like, fuck AEW. AEW ain't shit. We're not dealing with AEW. These guys abandoned us. Our top stars, our biggest moneymakers abandoned us to go make another company. Right. Not dealing with AEW. That, right. and so the forbidden door was... Would there ever be a relationship between AEW and New Japan? Right. Uh, it, it started with the Tanahashi promo, correct? Where yes. he was saying, I mm-hmm. want to open the Forbidden Door. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh and that's the Forbidden Door. So whenever and that that's why like it's kind of a misuse of that term if you're using it to describe anything but New Japan and AEW. Right. Because that's the Forbidden Door. It that's was, what it was. Yeah. And uh and the funny thing is, New Japan has done a whole lot with AEW since then. They yeah. kind of still haven't really done much with Kenny and the Bucks. Um, I still feel like it is still. There's still, still probably a little bit of beef. I would think so. <laughs> yeah. a, little, a little bit. Um, I wouldn't. I, yeah, I'm not mad at it either. That was, you know, I mean, the Kenny and the Bucks had to do what they had to do, bro. I, well, I don't know. Yeah, I. But I, I do feel like we're getting closer to getting a big super card in America. Yeah, with New right. Japan and agreed and in AEW or New Japan and Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if they're gonna run another uh, WrestleMania weekend show, I could definitely see it being a New Japan that, Ring of Honor super yeah. card show. Mm-hmm. I could see it. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think this year we could potentially get something of that. You know, yeah. maybe not on the grandest stage, but like some kind of crossover event eventually here in this year. So. Yo, this is New Japan working with AEW is huge news for everybody. I know the wrestlers, there's hella wrestlers in New Japan that are excited about this deal. So it's great for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm trying to figure out like what's going on with my connection and why it's like so bad uh, at the moment. And so I'm like texting other members of my household. I'm like, is somebody on a video call or some shit? Because like. <laughs> Turn it been- off. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to shit. No, no, Billy's up it's there. It's like, is somebody uh, using all the hot water right now? Like, that's man, yep. No, Billy's up there FaceTiming with all his friends right now. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it's late. It's Saturday. Yes. Uh, no, I mean, I think this is really cool, and I think that um, 
mainly because like uh, from what I was reading yesterday, there is still a lot of Japanese interest in one, like Kenny Omega. Kenny yep. Omega is still that guy. He's the guy. Kenny uh, man. Over there. He made his mark uh, over there. He did. And so there is um there is a lot of seeking out of the AEW product from Japanese wrestling fans. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like it's only a matter of time before we get Omega Okada 5. Yeah, it, right. It's, it's, it's coming. Yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting to see where they do it at Wrestle Kingdom again. Like, I think it's yeah. happening in America. I feel like that has so? always been a big push to bring it to America. Because I, like, I feel like people that don't get the appeal of Omega didn't see those matches. Yes, um, agreed. And so, and so I feel like there's been a push for a long time to bring that here. Yeah, I can see it. That'd be no, crazy. I'm gonna refresh right. <laughs> I'm gonna refresh right quick just so this this does something. Um, so give me two seconds. Ah, two no! seconds. Well, Washington, uh, he's gone. That was fast. Bro. Oh no. Um, <laughs> but no, man. I man, if two seconds. I. <laughs> he's I'm super. I'm super excited for more New Japan in America. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, New Japan is in Chicago next week, and you're I going to the show. More, Pull it I could be any more excited. So. Yeah, if we have a show more... tomorrow actually in LA too. No, uh, yeah, they tomorrow do. Sunday. They're doing it, man. New Japan Strong has been some hot stuff. Daniel Garcia's out there. Freddie Ahai's out there killing it. Like man, Chris Bay. Freddy, oh my god, oh, so my many god. people. Yeah, they're. It's uh. Don't, don't sleep on Yehai, guys. That please guy do is... not sleep on Yehai. He still needs to. He still needs something. He needs an opportunity. He needs to. He needs something. He's an incredible talent. He has been an incredible talent for more years than I could even imagine. So. Please watch New Japan Strong. Please support Freddie A. High wherever he is. One of my favorite wrestlers in the world. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, finally, number one topic. Of the- oh, here we go. Here he is. Uh, I'm burnt out. <laughs> I'm burnt out. I'm over Yo, it. Cody, listen, man. Heard it was some timeline headlines out there that he might be coming to WWE, man. Uh, looks like he's home, man. Uh, said he was back, been, man. He's back. It has been a wild, wild week. Uh, Cody Rhodes. Well, we talked last week about his debut at WrestleMania. Um, the bro like, hit the ground running. I'll tell you that. Hit the ground running. He's, running. He is without question number one babyface in WWE. I don't think mm-hmm. there's anybody above him right now. Yeah, um, I, I would argue this is the greatest rollout in wrestling I've seen in a long time. This is <laughs> a hell of a rollout. Everywhere. Bro, he, bro had, had a hell of a rollout. He has. Uh, and there's no denying it was a good move for him. There's right. no denying this worked out in every This is way. perfect. Uh, but I was listening to some of the stuff he was saying, and I thought, like, you know, a lot of people are down on him. I know a lot of AEW loyalists are like, fuck Cody Rhodes, and... If you feel that way, you feel that way. Yeah. Um, I will say, I was looking at a conversation with somebody, and uh, I'm not going to credit who this was at the moment uh, without their permission. But I had a conversation with somebody uh, two years ago who said, and I can't believe they called this word for fucking word. Uh, they said, um, I see, and this was at the beginning of 2020, this is January 2020. They said, I'm seeing some rifts with Cody and the Bucks and Kenny, and it wouldn't surprise me if Cody ended up back in WWE while these guys stay here. And I I, ta- I messaged him yesterday, and I was like, how did you get this? Who, who was this guy? Uh, I, 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 I was like, how did you get that word for fucking word? How did you get it 
like moment for moment how did you get that and um mm. but it, it was good it, it was really good um, i know I, how but i will but I, I will credit that person <laughs> with their permission but either way yeah, I, no, I, 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 I've told you guys before, before AEW even started, I heard about risks between all the EVPs. So mm-hmm. I'm surprised. Anytime I hear news out loud, I'm like, eh. it's hard. Yeah. To, <laughs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day, these are pro wrestlers. That's all you have to remember. I, and my pro wrestlers be on some shit. My thought was that it was always just going to operate in the way it's kind of operated of like the two factions where you can tell who's like Cody people and who was, right. um, who was with everybody else. But like, nah, man, it, uh, but one of the things Cody mentioned, and why I don't necessarily feel like he's totally full of shit, one of the things he mentioned was he was like, you know, I couldn't be the AEW gatekeeper forever. And I was like, damn, I feel that. That's yeah, I actually I do agree. kind of feel that. Yeah. Because it, the way he was talking was like, you know, that, that was the deal was everybody making a new debut comes in, feuds with Cody for a little bit, and then moves on to do something else. And he's like, you know, I can't do that forever. Nah, um, Brandy told him in that uh, in, in Road to the Top, man, aren't you tired of breaking your back for everybody else? Yeah, and, I, <laughs> and you know what's funny is as I was mentally like uh, for those like three months of uh, of Swerve's free agency, as I'm like mentally fantasy booking it, I'm like, okay, so he could like come in, face Cody, and you know, because like that's where your brain goes. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, nope, Cody everybody. said I'm not gonna be there. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like. That was my thought because my thought at the time was everybody comes in and faces Cody. This is what you do. You come in, you face Cody, and you go do something else. Lance Archer came in, face Cody. Um, that's that's the move. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Malachi came in, face Cody. But in hindsight, I can recognize how Cody was like, I, I don't want to be that be, guy. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to be that guy forever. Mm-hmm. And like, but also, what's the other spot for him? Um. And so I could see that. I saw when he said that, uh, I, I got that exactly. I think have the hard guys, thing he... Oh, have, go ahead. Have you guys noticed what I noticed? And um, at one point when all of the talk of Punk coming, I think that was all out 2019. Mm-hmm. And it really ramped up because he did StarCast that weekend. And that was when it ramped up. And that's when that quote came out that Cody said that he talked to him and he didn't, he didn't, he didn't want to acquiesce. Mm-hmm. And at the time, he was saying, no, nah, I think he's going to go back. And it was just, I thought it was funny at that time that he put that on Punk right away. He's going to go back. And then when you watch Fast Forward, um, and he gave that quote of, no, I wrestled everybody I wanted to wrestle there. And I was like, mm. Mm. what he said in that promo about, I've done everything that Punk said he would do for you guys. Yeah. But the funny thing is, like, when you saw uh <laughs> interactions like uh at you know post show stuff like him and punk him and punk seem to be getting along just fine so i don't think there was mm-hmm. beef but there are just those things that i was mm-hmm. just looking at like mm-hmm. they look a little bit of a way yeah yeah it looks yeah. a little funny in the light mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. i i you know it is funny he said i faced everyone i wanted to face there and I went through the roster because a lot of people were naming people that were like wait but you didn't face such and such and this person and this person and I looked at the roster and I thought Actually, if you're just taking it as I just want to wrestle them one time, there's only like three people on the roster total that Cody never ever wrestled. And I was gonna like, say a hey, lot of the guys he's wrestled like Punk. He's wrestled all these guys he, before. Yeah, he's wrestled yeah. Punk, but yeah. Just... Yeah, he did. He has wrestled Punk. He has wrestled like the only people were Ryan. like Sting and Hangman, and that's like kind of it. Uh, I was like going through. I'm like, 
man, he even wrestled like Dante Martin in that one match. Yeah. Uh, like he, he did at some point get to tie it up. He got to lock it up with practically everybody on that show um, at one <laughs> point or another. He didn't really get that feuds with everybody. I think that's what people wanted was like they wanted some kind of a major feud because I saw people going, he didn't face um, uh, Kenny. And it's like he had like multiple feuds with Kenny. Yeah, it didn't right. happen he in had AEW. The, he had that long feud with Kenny uh, with New Japan. So. Right. Yeah, but that happened. As a matter of fact, the arena that they're going to be in in New Orleans this Wednesday is the arena that Kenny faced uh, Cody at its Supercard of Honor the WrestleMania weekend before WrestleMania 34. Mm. Uh, like, they, these guys have done this. <laughs> They've, uh, like, granted, if you don't follow the Indies, you don't follow New Japan, you don't follow Ring of Honor, you maybe never got to see it on a right. large scale, but it happened. Yeah, it's fine. We got it. I don't think yeah. we need it. Yeah, Cody did what he needed to do, and people being like... His first feud is with The Miz. Put some respect on the fucking Miz's yeah. name, you guys. That's a, Miz. That's, that's a weird thing to try and dunk on him for. Yeah. His first, his first it, match back was at WrestleMania. <laughs> what yeah. do you mean? <laughs> and, like, um, Miz is like, his friend, his too. Like, why are y'all... What? It's weird. Is that even his first feud? It's his first match. Like, he could... Yeah, it's just a Raw match. It's a Raw match. Like, but that's what they don't like it. about it. They think he needs to have bigger... I, well, I mean, I think everything he does, people are going to over-criticize it. And if they didn't think he's not going to be on Raw, that's crazy. Put Cody Rhodes on Raw. It's fucking Cody Rhodes. Have him wrestle. What are you talking yeah. about? Raw, Raw needs him the most. Raw yeah. needs a main eventer. And yes. At right now, he's the hottest baby face they have. It sounds exactly. crazy, but it is. Yeah. Um, he's got to beat people. And, and, so, and he's going to beat people. And he's going to yeah. beat the Miz. Like, you know where this yeah. is going. Of course. Hey, yeah, so this promo. I said watch the promo. Uh, now, uh, backstory on this. I watched you guys say you didn't like the promo in our group chat, and I hadn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. And so I watched it, and I kind of liked it. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I kind of liked it. I kind of liked I, it. it so, I, I have to clarify, because I never said publicly I didn't like it. But... Oh, man, did I snitch? I'm sorry. Snitch and try What I did tweet was that it wasn't, if something wasn't connecting and I still feel that way. And that was really yes. what I felt about it, that it felt to me like, um, in a couple of ways, it felt like a step backwards for Cody, but also yes. I've, it's because I've been watching Cody because I, I watched, I've seen all of Cody's career. And so, you know, I thought we did all this like literally last year. That's what I'm uh, saying. Like we did this not, already. It, yeah. I felt like we just did all of this. And, uh, on top of that, Cody, um, like, I thought we were starting to go someplace interesting in AEW where, like, remember he, he was kind of hinting at Sammy Guevara that, you know, uh, I'm going to beat you, take your title. And he started to go through one ramp and then turn around, went through the other. And it's like, oh, is he, you know, are we finally getting a heel turn? Yeah. And mm-hmm. Cody said, fuck y'all, I'm not doing a heel turn. I'm going to mm-hmm. do exactly what I wanted to do just over here. Right. Um, and, like, I just, I felt like I've seen this. I've seen this promo from Cody. I've seen him um, talk up. And and it's not to discount his relationship with his father. Obviously, the American Dream, Dusty yeah. Rhodes, is his father, mm-hmm. and uh, living up to his father is going to mean a lot to him, and it does mean a lot to him. Never going to take that away from Cody. Yeah, I just felt like I've seen this, and and then the other thing was, I don't know, something was off about that post Raw or yeah. post Mania crowd. All because SmackDown didn't feel that way last no, night. No, SmackDown like, felt like a post WrestleMania show last night. Yeah, it did. but for yeah. what? Something maybe the crowd was just tired because it was a lot of those same people who probably went to a hundred shows. Yeah. But like, 
something was off with that crowd on Monday. And so mm-hmm. it didn't feel like a lot of what he was saying was connecting uh, in a way. But yeah, it I think it felt like a very AEW promo on WWE right. program. It was weird almost. And I was sitting watching it like this just, and I, I do agree he, he's, he's done a lot of this territory before as a character. Um, but just watching it there, it just was like, okay. But I didn't dislike the promo. And the reason I did like the promo is because I feel like his motives were very clear for being back. You can go into it and go, all right, well, some of this is capped because that's not exactly why you're there. But in character, it makes perfect sense for him to say, look, I have unfinished business here. My dad never won a WWE championship. I'm here to do what he didn't do. I'm here to reclaim this. And I, especially now that he has his name back, I'm here as a Rhodes to reclaim this. And so I thought that was good. I thought that he put more importance on being WWE champion again, which the company desperately needs after this winner take all fiasco. Um, so I enjoyed the promo for what it was. Now, can I see people looking at it a way like, ah, oh, this Cody guy? Yeah, but at the same time, I'm here for the drama as well. I'm here for the messiness. I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I mean, so there's another thing. Uh, I mentioned this in my uh, me and Sean's podcast last week, where I said that it's been really funny to me to watch Dynamite. And when you watch Dynamite, you look at the stage and how much of this stage was built for Cody's entrance. You got, yes. mm-hmm. uh, you have all these people just walking by this little cutout in the stage where somebody's supposed to rise up and nobody's used that since Cody left. Um, and then, of course, they have the chandelier that lifts up and down. But Cody ain't there no more, so it ain't mm-hmm. doing that. How much Wait. of that stage <laughs> was built for Cody's entrance, right? <laughs> they had my man. They had my man like this. Come in. That's where I was going with this, right? Yep. But then you got the raw stage that isn't built for Cody's entrance. No. And uh, at all, they got this man coming out of a little box uh, <laughs> and attached to it. And like, I thought that this was the silliest, I had the, the silliest looking shit of... Um, that that ain't gonna work. Like it's not. You have to yeah, retool the raw yeah, stage because the raw stage is flat, so there's no coming out of a floor. Mm-hmm. But also, you can't just like bring a box out and just have right. this man lift out of this fucking. Yeah, box. just his head at the bottom of the screen. That was hilarious. <laughs> no, you gotta get the old, you gotta yeah, get no, the old Rey Mysterio that, entrance. Who's that, that jumping went, off the sky? That man went. <laughs> Bro, Wrestling. we saw your head already. I saw the blonde. I know you're right there. Wrestling has more than one. Family. Yeah, no. Nah, hey, great meme. It, Thanks, Cody. The entrance does not work on this stage mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. It looks real bad. Uh, the song still works. The pyro works. Yeah, everything works. But I thought him rising up out of a box on the stage looked awful. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but that, that said, uh, I think it seems like there is a mission for him. It seems like the mission is the WWE or Universal Championship. It seems yes. like he's the mission is for him to become champion, and I like that they set a goal for him, and yeah. I want to see him get there. Um, yeah. <laughs> somebody in the chat said that wasn't a box. Well, it was a box-like structure. Yes, um, it was. Shout out WrestleMania last year. <laughs> uh, but there's a lemon behind that rock. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Man, I love Phil Simpson's references. I feel like that's the thing me and him are always going to mm-hmm. I'm always like, I don't know um, what you guys are talking about. But the my only concern is, WWE, I need you to listen to me. <laughs> you talked to Tony I'm, Khan, now you're talking to Vince. I love I'm, it here. I'm, I'm pleading with you. <laughs> if your mission is to get Cody to the WWE Championship, great. 
If your way to get him there is money in the bank, please think of something else. Don't do it. Think of the children? Go for for literally anything else. Don't do it. Because if you have Cody. Don't do it, you guys. Cash in on somebody who's down. Don't And then come out the next night talking about, I did this for my dad. No, you can't. I finally did it. Mm -mm. Doesn't count. Don't do it. Think of something else. Do Think not. of literally no, anything don't else. Do it. Money. Please don't, don't do it. Do it. Yes. <laughs> what a bad idea. I'll go through it. Such a bad idea. <laughs> you have brought this back around <laughs> to headlines. <laughs> yes, headlines coming back. I mean, not going to forget about it. <laughs> um, nah, but yes, I'm don't serious, do that. Though. Do not give Please him that box. Do, not, do not money <laughs> in the bank this. You can't money in the bank it. It's not going to work. It's not mm-hmm. the same. There is... The, the sense of accomplishment with fans, it, like, I think last year is the biggest example of Money in the Bank being done as you could get. Nikki, I, I tried to tell people when she won that, and people were like, yeah, she got her moment. And I'm like, that wasn't a moment. You literally just plopped the belt on her and then took it right off. Um, and then Big E, even he got a match out of it, but Money in the Bank to me, I think now – is at the point of where it's a detriment to people's title wins that mm-hmm. it feels like they didn't really well, win if, it. If you're a babyface, I think it works for heels still. Right. Um, but even still, I, I've been there, done that. Like we did that. Like I don't know. I feel like it almost kind of ruins the uniqueness of what Edge pulled off because, like, that's what gave Edge his nickname, the Ultimate Opportunist. He it's was dead. the guy who did it. But like, I think Money in the Bank is dead, and I hate that. We know what's happening because they're actually doing it in Las Vegas at a stadium this year, at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, no more Money in the Bank, please. Please, please. I mean, Cody, I, I, I still win. like Money in the Bank. Uh, I don't like it as a... I think it can work. I think it can work. They just don't do it the way that it works. That's pretty much what I it just, is. To me, it's like the uniqueness of somebody winning a championship without competing in a match needs to be a rarity not a once a year occurrence and Mm -hmm. the fact that it keeps occurring like now like think about how blown our minds were in 2006 when edge did that because it was like damn no one's ever just like come in with no scheduled match and then beat the champion and become champion now we've seen it literally 20 times and uh and i just yeah i i I am afraid that I'm afraid that they're going to do what they always do with Roman and have him not try and t- take a real loss. They're going to have him lose one of those titles in a weird, like a, a shenanigans way. Boring. And, and, instead of just having someone beat them, beat him clean and get that rub. And right. I feel like that's part of what hurt Biggie's title reign because they j- wouldn't just give him the win. Um, yeah, I just feel like that's what's going to happen. I feel like they, you know, to quote Punk, they're going to keep. Roman Strong. I'm sorry that people probably are going to be mad at me for saying that because they hated that Punk said it, but that, yeah. that's what they've been doing. Sorry. I mean, we've seen it for 695 days or however long he's been champion, yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, Corey M says uh, it was the exact same promo he's got countless times in AEW. That's what I hated about it. And the thing is, if you don't watch AEW, it was new to you. So, like, I right. get uh, what people liked about it. Um, hey, everybody, thank you for coming through for another edition of Grapsity. This was uh, kind of our first normal edition in a few weeks, so yeah, it uh, is. It was, it was nice to be to be back uh, in our normal spots. Um, come back next week, same bad time, same bad station. We'll be here uh, at youtube.com/slash/fightful at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. 
Thank you for being a part of Grab City. I'm Will Washington. He's Righteous Reg right down there. There we go. And he is <laughs> Philip me. Lindsay. Media man. The media man. We will see you next time. Have an absolutely wonderful afternoon. Peace.